Why, hello everybody, and welcome to Hardcore Heroes. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good, yeah. yeah. Good uh, day at work. I spent the whole afternoon just talking to people in the Discord chat. <laughs> the guy, the director who sits next to me was in London all day, so I just thought, ah, oh, it's Friday. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's Friday. Let's just yeah. go off work, talk about D&D yeah. all day. Sweet. Yeah, no, that sounds good. <laughs> I mean, that, that seems reasonable. Yeah. 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 It's not like we charge by the hour for work or anything like that. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um, so, what have you guys been up to in this last week? Uh, I've been watching The International for Dota, playing a little bit of it myself and getting back into it because it's, I don't know, that game is fun. Yeah. Like, I, I, I drop it for a year at a time and then I'll just come back to it and be like, why did I stop playing again? Um, aside from that, I ruined my sleep schedule <clears throat> finally. I held it for about a week and a half. But uh, I got it ruined by binging One Punch Man last night. Watched that whole thing. One Punch Man. Never seen yeah. it. It's. I, I was expecting it to be like action porn when I went into it, but I was I was pleasantly surprised. It was a nice show and it was really well written. Oh, it's anime. I don't. I don't really <laughs> do that. No, no, I don't. I don't blame you at all. Although I, I will uh, say there was no fan service in that show. Lots of naked people, but they were all dudes. So it's, <laughs> that's no good, is it? Yeah. I have not done anything this week, but. Actually, well, I did get to Diamond 1 in Hots, so I'm on my way to Masters. Next week, I'll be Masters. Um, but it's my birthday on Monday, and I'm going out tomorrow night with like, all my friends, and then I'm going to this place called Monkey Forest on Monday. It's just this like forest in the middle of England. It's got shitloads of monkeys in it. What? I don't really know how, how it works. It's not, it's not natural, I think. They've been brought there. Like, are they wild monkeys that have been released and just kind of gone nuts, or are they, is it like a... Um... <laughs> Like a sanctuary think, where it's all caged in. No, it's not caged. I don't know. There's all pictures of people just like randomly walking through the trees. So it's like that bit in Planet Planet of the Apes two or whatever, the one that they made a couple of years ago. That's what I'm imagining it's gonna be like. Hmm. So that'll be quite cool. Only some of the little monkeys, it's not like chimps that could like fuck you up. <laughs> just little happy spider monkeys, no silverback yeah. gorillas running around. Yeah, that might be dangerous. So yeah, that's quite good. So good weekend coming up for me. Nice. And you're going to be 29? 28. 28. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, well, without further ado then, what happened last week? Uh, Nick, you're pretty close to leveling, right? Let me do it, yeah. I've, yeah. Watched, the, I've watched the VODs as well. Okay. All right, so we started off. We were planning to go and uh, take on Carrick. But we were just having a drink in the half point, as you do. Casually inquired as to what happened to our friend, the um, the fighter and his group that were traveling down the um, the crystal run. Turns out that he'd he'd come back to Shirebrook, wounded and half dead, and the only one alive. We went and tracked him down. What one of his, his eyes had been ripped out. Darth. Darth. Yeah. One of his eyes had been ripped out. The other one was blind. He was all sorts of fucked up. But uh, Van. Healed him up and then uh, unblinded his eye. So he's kind of back to fighting fit, really. And we asked him, you know, what happened? So he was traveling down the river. He saw this damsel in distress. Rather foolish of him to really kind of fall for this. A girl tied to a tree. They all get out. The girl turns into some sort of wolf, he says, and uh, kills everyone. Somehow he finds himself back on a boat going back up to Shybrook. He's not really sure what happened. And that's where he was found. But he also reveals that the spell book that his wizard friend had belonged to a great sorcerer 
called Joris, the gastromancer. And it was lost in the in the battle. So take it upon ourselves to go and recover this fine gentleman's spellbook. And uh, we, re- you know, commandeered a boat, took Darth with us, got a woman called Rhonda to sail the boat and guide us. And we headed off down the crystal run. Encountered a few groups of goblins and lizard men and whatever on the way. Found the place where they were attacked. Followed some trails of drag marks. Found a, a dead rogue, which was his friend. And then stumbled upon um, a cabin and a shady looking guy. Claimed he was from Shirebrook, turned out to be a werewolf. Killed him. And then, he, you know, they said that there was a whole tribe of werewolves out there, which we weren't really sure whether we believed it or not. We sort of stayed over in the cabin. There was a few hairy moments with another werewolf. Uh, but it basically all culminated to about 12 of them showing up and surrounding us and Van having to talk us in, talk our way out of just being eaten alive. They wanted to trade Rhonda for the spellbook, which was the, the guide, which I was all for, but Van wouldn't let me do it. So we had to let that go. You know, they let us leave because they didn't want to risk us killing a few of them on the way down. But then we had the great idea to follow their tracks and Darth offered that if I turned him invisible, he'd sneak into the cave and try and um, steal a spellbook. So that's what happened. We ended up fleeing for our lives as the werewolves chased us down the hill back towards the river. We were invisible, but they've got a good sense of smell. Barely made it back with our lives. While this was going on, Van got attacked by lizard men on the river, almost drowned because he sunk to the bottle in his plate mail. Luckily, the dog saved his life. Okay, no, nothing about how I heroically did like a 100 meter sprint underwater. <laughs> yeah, I'm missing out those bits. Uh, eventually, everyone is safe. Um, we get back to the boat with the spellbook, thanks to Darth, and we sail back on up the crystal run through the night towards Shirebrook. There's a few more encounters with goblins and stuff along the river, but we got through all right and found ourselves back in Shirebrook where I open up the, the spellbook to learn that. Um, I don't know. It's, there's a couple of spells in there. It's all right. We we'll, won't we'll say too much about that. Yeah. Uh, how far off are we from the full moon, Neil? You are... That's a very good question. Ah, yeah. Bear got so, attacked by one of the licensed lycanthropes. Yeah, so did Darth. And I feel like I just... Like, I've got removed curses. I can always help him out, but we should probably chain him up just to be safe. Oh, yeah, because he was attacked last time, wasn't he? Yeah. Let's see. And for the chat, Darth is, like, imbalanced right now. His stats, somebody posted them in the in the uh, thread. Yeah. We're not supposed to watch the hardcore heroes planning, I assume, right? Um. Yeah, probably better if you don't. It's <laughs> yeah. slightly filled with spoilers everywhere. Oh, you guys are still in June. Oh, okay, that's why my calendar is not matching up with the calendar. Uh, let's see, the last full moon was on the 20th. You guys are on the 29th right now. Uh, so the new moon is coming up in July. Um, the new moon's on the 4th, and the full moon's going to be on the 19th. Um, okay. So you guys are, like many weeks out almost a month okay. out. so yeah just let us know when that's coming up then and we'll we'll broach the subject with Darth at some point okay. uh, tell them we've got to chain him up <laughs> it's just for one night don't worry about it yeah you guys are gonna have to actually remember to keep track of the full moon stuff because I will forget about that 
Like, straight up, as a DM, I will forget to remind you that the new moon is coming. Um, or full moon is coming, so... Okay. Uh, you guys are going to have to be All on right. top of that. You said July the 19th? Yes, July 19th, full moon. You'll forget, Neil, right until it actually happens, and then you'll remember just in time for Darth to turn into a and kill us. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, we, I think we've been hanging around town for... Um, Definitely went to sleep that night. Uh, the next day, Neil, hanging around. Did we heard any rumors or anything like that in town? Uh, well, I posted some rumors in Discord chat. If you'd read Discord chat, Nick. Whoa. Whoa. Has... When? 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 Uh, August uh, right 5th. Before I started the call. Yeah. The, the uh, few sentences prior to the Zoom link. Right. You posted them 10 minutes ago. Then. I don't... Uh, Oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, we could uh, we could kill a Hydra van. Do you think? Probably, but I feel like we're going after Carrick, right? Like we're we're never going to kill Carrick if we're like, yeah, let's take out Carrick this week, and then oh, but what about what happened around Shirebrook? I, yeah, I'm a little bit nervous of fighting with them though. Same. So I guess we're sitting in the half pint like usual, and I say. You know, Van, have you heard about these the caravans uh, stopping between Thornwood and Shirebrook? I would have thought since we cleared out the goblins in the Ashlands, then would have been, uh, well, free free riding for all the caravans I want to go. Uh, has something been happening? Yeah, I heard that um, no caravans are traveling between Thornwood and Shirebrook anymore. They've just all given up on it. So I hear, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe we could ask around about that. Sure, that seems a bit strange. Although I did hear someone say that there was Hydra footprints around the Black Pine Marsh, I suppose. You know, that might put you off. <sighs> First it's Chimeras, then it's Hydras. When does that end, Malachi? <sighs> I don't know. I There's worse things out there than a Hydra. I think the Chimera would have been worse. Probably. But you know, we're just putting it off, aren't we? We need to go and get you that scimitar. I don't suppose we can show our faces in Anvil again. How do you, uh, how do you suppose we enter? Well, I've got an idea. When, uh, remember when I was hanging out with Aldrich a little bit in the keep and learning some of his spells? Well, I didn't get a chance to learn this one, but he's got a spell basically that um, you inscribe some magical runes on a piece of paper and whoever reads it, it just blows up and basically kills them. So I'm thinking, maybe I'll go and speak to Aldrich, see if I can learn this spell off him, and then we can send old Karak here a message. We can travel with the messenger. We can just perch out in one of the villages, wait to see an explosion, and then we'll know he's dead. Hmm. I could do it. The yeah. only issue is we might want to camp out outside of Anvil at that point. Yeah, yeah. The so one that we can swiftly move in and take out all of his uh, second-in-commands. Well, I figure that we just stay in maybe not the same one as last time, but uh, just another one of those outside villages. Sure. We can just hop off uh, the boat before we get to Anvil proper. So I'll tell you what, I'll go and do that. Uh, go and speak to Aldrich and see if he'll lend me his spellbook. I suppose I've got some more bargaining since we uh, recovered. Joris' spellbook the other day. Sure, I will stay here and 
consult my vast reservoirs of knowledge to see if I have any spells that might be useful in this in this quest. Hmm. We'll see if maybe you can um find out what's going on on the road if it is just the Hydra that people are scared of. Sure, well. we'll do that too. All right, well, I'll catch you tonight. And then I'll, I'll go off, Neil, in search of the keep. <clears throat> the uh, Shirebrook keep is within Shirebrook town. And it's nice and easy for you to find. You go there in the day, evening, afternoon? I think it's it's maybe like after, it's at like, you know, midday at the moment. So I'll just go now. All right. You head over to the keep and are stopped at the wall. The captain, uh, the gatekeeper looks down at you from atop the gate and calls to you, what's your business here? Hey, I was spoken, hoping to speak with uh, Aldrich. I'm a wizard. Yes, about what? Magical research. Stops and just kind of looks down at you for a little while. Is Aldrich expecting you? He is not. Could you perhaps uh, speak to him for me? Tell him it's to do with uh, Carrick in Anvil. Hmm. Perhaps you'd better come in. He opens the door for you, and you enter the keep. Or at least the main grounds. <clears throat> the gatekeeper is held James Valmont, the younger brother of the Baroness. Uh, he's mm-hmm. a little bit on the short side, and doesn't really have much of a social life. Uh, he's rumored to have been kicked in the head by a horse when he was very young, and now he's kind of flat like a board. Alright, that's awful. Uh, he's not oh. stupid, he just is kind of like a, a damp rag, you know? Yeah, so what, is he a lord or is he a, a knight? He's a knight. Cal, uh, Cal Valmont, thank you. Um, he motions to the keep uh, where a servant comes running at his command, at his wave. And as the servant arrives, he says, take this man to see Aldrich, please. Thank you. You are whisked away to Aldrich's room in the back corner of the keep where he's got his little tower attached. It's a uh, observatory. Yeah, well, the observatory is the top floor of the tower. But yeah. yeah. All right. Am I outside a door? Yes, you are. The servant waits with you while he knocks on the door, and after a good ten minutes of waiting which the servant assures you is normal. Aldrich is not very quick to respond to things. Um, eventually the door opens and Aldrich stands there. The older gentleman of average height and scrawny weight looks you up and down and goes, hmm, Malachi. I have a beaming smile. Aldrich! Great to see you. Yes, yes. What, what, what's this all about, he says, without inviting you in. I've got something that may be of interest to you. You ever heard of a, a wizard called Joris the Gastromancer? Yes, of course. Well, I may or may not be in possession of his spellbook. What? He starts looking around the hallway. Come in quickly. Um, <laughs> and slams the door in the servant's face. I thought that might get your attention. 
speak up, man. Uh, some kid in the half pint turned up uh, with a group of friends. One of them was uh, calling himself a wizard. They headed down the crystal running, basically got themselves almost killed. Um, but this uh, this guy, he, he used to live with Joris and stole his spellbook. So I headed down the crystal run, pried out the grasp of a few werewolves, but uh, here it is. I take it out of my back. I, if he goes to grab for it, I pull it back and say, well, maybe you could do something for me. Hmm. He gives you a wary look. Is Joris dead? I don't think so. I intend to return this to him once once we've both made use of it. Hmm. That's not very moral there, Mr. Malachi. Well, if it wasn't for me, it would be lost forever. I think it's the least he could do. I was not the one who stole it from him. What, what's the but, catch? Well, uh, you remember a few weeks ago when I, we traded some spells? Yes. Well, there was uh, a couple more of couple more points of interest in your spellbook that I'd like to revisit. Hmm. Really, it's for the benefit of all of us. You know this um, usurper in Anvil. Calls himself Carrick. Mm-hmm. Well, I was uh, thinking maybe we could make use of an explosive rune spell. I think if he were to die, then his hold on that place would probably crumble. I'd, me and uh, my cleric friend would be happy to go and Clean up the pieces. That's exactly the sort of thinking I would expect from a young man like you who has no experience in the world. Go on, then. Tell me why. It's about reliability, honesty, and trust. You start sending explosive ruins to people, you start sending death letters to people, and no one will ever trust you again. No one will open your piece of mail, even if you send it to an enemy. As soon as word gets out that you send death letters... No one will read your messages, and you will be outcast from society. These explosive runes are wards to protect your own belongings. You think too narrowly. You seem to have, uh, I seem to have touched the nerve here. (sighs) Rohana is a terrible instructor, and you are a terrible student if you did not pick these up. Look, this Carrick has very little honor of his own, wouldn't you say? Surely when dealing with monsters, sometimes you may have to be a bit monstrous yourself. You lower yourself to their level, you are no better than them. I think beheading a baron and murdering his entire family is uh, slightly lower. You send this letter, no one will ever trust you again. Ever. It is a cowardly way to fight. Well, could I see the spell? I don't particularly feel like handing you that spell after this conversation. But, perhaps we could make another trade. There we go. Put yourself above your morals for once. pauses and long look at you at that. <laughs> I would be very eager to return this book to 
its owner. I'm yes. sure he is missing it something dearly. Well, the, the man who stole it, uh, he's still alive. In fact, he's doing quite well. I think he intends to accompany us. And uh, I don't know where this Joris guy lives. I never asked him, but I can't be too far. Do you, do you know where he lives? Mm. According to legend, he lives up in Copper Hill. Copper Hill? How far is that? Any days. It's northeast of the capital. Mm. Well, I was thinking that I might want to go and see that at some point as well. Um, maybe once I've dealt with Carrick one way or another. Well, let's be quite honest and blunt here, Malachi. You should leave this book here, as if you go off and die trying to fight Carrick, then Carrick has achieved, has gained a very powerful book. It's not something I would recommend you taking into the wilds with you. So let me get this straight. I head down the crystal run. I sacrifice my life fighting off countless werewolves. Lizard men, goblins, all sorts of shit. You sit up here in your quite literal high tower, and now you expect me to leave this book with you. I'm saying if you want to go and continue risking your life on your little adventures, that you should be responsible and leave the powerful artifacts at home where they will not fall into the hands of your enemy. All I'm asking for is a little common sense. I tell you what, let me, uh... Let me take another look at your spell, but we'll spend a few days studying together, and maybe you could talk me around. I, uh, I've got no interest in handing this book to Carrick any more than you do. I don't think I'm going to die doing it, but I suppose for the days lost on the road studying, I could. It's not too much to give up. We're all in this together, Aldrich. Oh? What are we There's in no... together? This town, Shybrook. I don't do this for my own benefits. It's for everyone. Oh, really? You don't do all this carrying on and cavalting for your own benefit? You, you're you a savior of the people, which is why you treat everyone so nicely. A selfless man, indeed. Well, I just have disdain for those who do not put themselves out as I do. The Baroness's daughter would be still locked away if it were not for me. There would be a Chimera traveling around eating horses and killing villages if it were not for me. This spellbook would still be lost if it were not for me. Tell me, Aldric, what have you done that makes you so important to the people? It's the victories we don't brag about that are the most important. I'm not bragging. I'm merely defending myself. I killed a Chimera. I risked my life to go get this book. Right, right. You're not bragging at all. I'm just defending myself from your accusations. Now, are we here to make a trade or not? There are a few spells I might open up to you. A few select ones that will help further your education. Because you are not completely wrong here. You have done a great many things for us. But I think you need to learn some temperance. Mm. Nothing quite so aggressive as explosive runes. Tell me what do you have in mind. Dispel magic and tongues. Mm. 
So are you familiar with these spells? They should be about your level now. I'm afraid I, uh... Did I... Wait, out of character, I think I might have failed to learn the spell magic. I have the spell magic. Oh, so I didn't take it. All right. Tongues, that, uh... Allows me to speak other languages, communicate with, um, monsters and such, right? Yes. It enables you to speak with, uh, to be understood by all creatures within hearing distance. It's an important spell, but time is of the essence in dealing with Karak, and I was hoping to spend these days learning something that may help me defeat him, rather than... I, uh, I'd be grateful to study under you, Aldrich, but perhaps once the deed is done. You're missing the point. Spells like tongues and dispel magic will help you defeat him, but not through use of force. There are other, more peaceful, more subtle ways of defeating your opponent. Pray tell, how would I use tongues to defeat this man? Well, I'm not suggesting that this spell is perfect for this individual use. Ugh, you're such a novice. Being able to communicate is the key to all victories. Who does yes. he, Aldrich, have working for him? Monsters? Humans? Halflings? Gnomes? Orcs? If he you did have speak some with goblins. Them, you can work with them. I already killed them. <laughs> it's violence the answer to all of your problems. You are a hammer, and all you see are nails. <clears throat> I'm much more than a hammer. But I take your point. Let's, um... Here. How about Scare? That is a spell that can ah, defeat is... armies without shedding blood. It's a good spell, Aldrich. I picked it up the last time I was here. Wise man. Yes. But uh, Dispel Magic, I think, could be of use. I don't want to spend too many days. I, I would like to set out looking for Karak sooner rather than later. Hmm. Here, you are welcome to you are welcome to see Joris's spellbook. Oh, I will not be having a look at its insides. That would be wrong. Okay. Then would you like to see mine? Yes, yes, please. Okay, I hand him my spellbook. Okay. Uh, he opens his spellbook to the dispel magic page specifically. Uh, as he browses through yours. This guy, so superior. Uh, Alright, I assume he's going to want Fireball now. Maybe not. Actually, if he tries to take Fireball, I'll say something about it. Maybe you'd, <laughs> maybe you'd be interested in Slow, Aldric. It's served me quite well and is not so destructive. Have you been practicing upon yourself? Unbelievable. You are, you know, people call me disagreeable. But the more wizards I speak to, I just think it comes with the territory. I like how Sean has been trying not to <laughs> say anything this whole time. I am uh, having the time of my life over here. <laughs> <laughs> have room for any of these? What's his intelligence now? I'll never tell. Okay. 
conjurer, what is he barred from? Maybe that's why he doesn't have that spell. Ah. Uh, I think that's why he's missing something. Being a specialist mage is great for the extra spells per day, but it just annoys me having to give up cool spells. I mean, it's not so bad as long as you don't go Diviner, whatever it is that loses you evocation. <laughs> yeah. Still, though, I mean, some of it is quite bad. Uh, conjuring is greater divination and evocation that you are barred from. Enchanter <laughs> bars evocation. Illusionist bars evocation. Oh. Fireball. Yeah. All right. Um... <coughs> taps on your invisibility spell page and goes, this. Ah, oh, this is one of my best spells, Aldrich. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Um, and so you guys will have to spend three to six days in study together. Mm -hmm. In the evenings, I'll go and hang out with Van. Yeah. Um, Van, in the meantime, what are you doing? Uh, so for the first day, I will take Malachi's advice and go around and ask about how there's no caravans traveling along the road to Thornwood. Uh, yes, that is the truth. After these hydroprints were spotted, um, the road is closed. Not forcibly closed, but no one's traveling along the road right now. Okay, so there was no hydro attack, people just saw footprints? Um, no. There were Hydra footprints. Okay. Um, Nick, what is your chance to learn spell? 75. Um, okay. So I'm gonna get some information about Hydra. So I'll go around to, I don't know, just all sorts of different places around town. Um, like, get rumors and just try and get as much knowledge about Hydras as I can. Inkeeps, alchemists, um, wizards, anyone I can find, really. I want to find, like, uh, where hydras tend to stay. Like, would they stay underwater? Would they just stay above ground in the swamp? Uh, and then how would you kill one? Like, are they difficult to kill? Because I don't remember if this is, like, third edition, where they're a pain in the ass to actually kill. There are many different types of hydras with varying difficulties of killing. Great. Um, let's see what type of hydra it is in this swamp. Okay. Um, open up my book and my encounter table. Do, 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 do. Ah, in this swamp, it is rumored to be a Linnean Hydra. Uh, a a Lernian Hydra? Maybe I've been pronouncing this wrong my whole life. A Linnean Hydra. Uh, these are some of the more dangerous versions available. Um, although similar to a normal Hydra, a Linian Hydra will regenerate two heads for every one that is severed. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, so how do you uh, how do you kill it? Uh, fire. You can, if you can burn the spot where you've lopped off a head, it will stop the new head from regrowing. Oh, I really want to delay Carrick on their session now so I can use Flame Blade again. Um, okay, so if you burn in the wound, it won't regrow. Right. Um, are they, like, venomous? Are they... 
Uh, they are not venomous. They just have a lot of heads. And How many heads, typically? Like, what's their usual head count? I mean, hydras have five to twelve heads, generally speaking. Alright. Um, and they get one attack for every fuck. Every head. Also, their body is known to be incredibly thick hide. Uh, it's almost worthless attacking their body. You pretty much can only go for their heads or their right. necks. Um, they're... Which isn't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what slow effect the whole Hydra Neil or just one head? Or will you not say? Uh, I think that's something you'll have to speculate. <sighs> I shouldn't have given you the idea. <laughs> Shit. Um, this sounds like it could get us killed, but this also sounds really fun. Uh, what else is in the swamp? Let's see. There are leeches. Uh, living plants that will hunt you down and rip you apart. Giant uh. slugs. Uh, all sorts of poisonous snakes and spiders. Massive mosquitoes that will drain your life. Uh, Sturges is what they're called. There's a rumor of will-o'-wisps, but that has been kind of semi-debunked as people just making shit up. Uh, it's probably swamp gas. Okay. Um, there's also strange little mold men cruising about. And... On the non-dangerous, non-evil side, uh, there are sprites that live in the swamp, kind of in the trees and bogs. Do their best to survive there. Okay. God, why does anybody ever leave town in this world? Yeah. They don't. <laughs> they live in town all the time. Okay. That's all noted. All right, I guess I will hold on to that information for the first time I meet up with Malachi and we'll kind of figure out what we want to do. Which I guess is in the evening. You're going to stop studying with Aldrich? Yeah, I'll study with him that day and then head up, head back to the bar that night. So we'll meet up. Okay. Fun. Hey, I, um, interesting day. Aldrich, uh, he, he wouldn't give me the spell I want. He wouldn't give us that spell. Said something about me being a hammer, everything being a nail. I told him I don't really do close combat. I'm more of a ranged wizard. I, but uh, he's trying to teach me to spell magic. It's going to be a few days, I think. What did you? Um, what have you been on to? Uh, I went around asking about how nobody was traveling the road, and apparently it is because of the Hydra footprints that were spotted. Uh, it is likely a Linnean Hydra. They're dangerous. We need to kill it with fire. Otherwise, its heads will simply regenerate every time we every time we hit it. Um, mm. And the swamp itself is also full of deadly shit, like leeches, living plants, giant slugs, poisonous snakes and spiders, massive mosquitoes that are apparently called sturges, mm, probably not willowis. There's something called mold men, which sound hilarious, and they're sprites. Sounds like a lovely place. I assume this Hydra's been there for a while. Uh, but it's coming out towards the road. I mean, we might be able to find it without, you know, without going out. too deep in. Yeah, but uh, you know, 
maybe you should ask about Tyrus Bellows. I mean, he went missing in the Black Pine Marsh, and now all of a sudden there's a Hydra. Sure, I'll do that tomorrow. Also, I'm going to ask, that's a good idea. I'll ask about bait that we could use to lure it out of the swamp. What would a Hydra eat? It's a good idea. You continue your studies, Malachi. I understand it's a slow process for wizards. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. Like once it clicks, it clicks. But mm. it doesn't. You never know how long it's going to take. All right. Well, um, I don't suppose you're. I, we can't delay Carrick forever. But I am rather interested by this Hydra. I wouldn't mind delaying for a a bit longer myself. Anyway, I feel like I'm on the verge of a breakthrough, and if uh, I can just get to that point, I'd feel more able to deal with him. Sure. Perhaps we'll perhaps we'll think of a better plan, something a little bit less rushed, if we give it a bit more time. Hmm. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> pints, is it? Sure. All right. I'll go to the bar. Okay. Um, we can just skip through that day, unless there's anything specific you'd like to do. Uh, no. So. I- just the next day I'll go out and I want to get some new information, but we can also... Uh, I guess Nick is just studying at this point. I do want to have a couple of conversations with Aldrich, though, if we're going to be hanging out. I want to ask him about something. Sure. Why don't you start it off? Okay. So maybe we're sitting there in his observatory, you know, flicking through, or, like, I guess, like, doing formulas and stuff. And I'll look up and I'll put my quill down. So, Aldrich, uh, I had about... um. Tyrus in the Black Pine Marsh. Me and Van were thinking of um, looking into these Hydra footprints that have been around Who's there. Man? Oh, it's the cleric that I hang out with. Oh, right, right. Just don't need to look like that. He's a nice guy. He's much nicer than me or you. I find that easy to believe. <laughs> <laughs> I chuckle. Yes. Uh, but Some yeah, apparently... R. Yep, there's probably some truth to that. It's easy to um, it's easy to make the good decision when you don't understand truly what you're giving up. But yeah, did you hear about this Hydra? Yes, there has been a Hydra in the Black Pine Marsh for many, many years now. Hmm. As long as I have been around. Anyone ever seen it? No one had ever seen it. How would anyone know it existed? Footprints? Maybe. It, it has been counted for on multiple you, occasions. I don't know too much about Hydras. Do you know how many heads it has? Does it grow more? Supposedly. It does grow more, so we don't we don't know. He nods. Do Nasty you have any... British type. Yeah. Should grow two heads for every one removed. Which leads yeah. me to believe you would have 12 heads, as that is the known maximum number of heads a Hydra has ever been seen with, unless this is some sort of freakish mutant Hydra with more. Well, if it starts with a number less than 12, if no one had taken off one of its heads, then it may still have less than 12. That is very true. Do you um, think it fights with much in the swamps? Surely it's the top of the food chain. I am quite positive it is the apex predator yeah but as you said Tyrus has been seen going to the swamp before the two may have tangled and gone their ways separately and peaceably and more brash young men 
women have spent their lives in the swamp. And I do mean spent as in extinguished. Yes. That Tyrus, though, have, did you ask him about the... Do you speak to him often, or...? Rarely. All right. Any reason? You, you don't get on? I'm not the sort of man that gets along with people. I have more important work to be done than this chatting about our lives. Waste of breath. I suppose it's uh, quite unusual and that we are such good friends. That you are attempt at a joke? <laughs> you do not no. have time for humor. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I'll go and speak to Tyrus myself. Do you know what he was doing down there? He dead pansy with a look and then goes back to the book. Right then. Head down. Uh, meanwhile, Van Helsing, what are you doing today? Uh, so first, I'm going to ask around. I want to... Same people that gave me the information about the Hydra from yesterday, I want to ask them about what they eat and if there's any kind of food that they're particularly um, attracted to. Like, if there's a type of food that Hydras will just go nuts over. Um, there, everyone has their own opinion on what Hydras go nuts over. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people say it's people. Some say it's dogs. Supposedly Whoa. there's a rare type of mushroom that they really like, and that's why there's a Hydra in the swamp, because it likes the mold men, because the, they're that type of mushroom. Okay. Uh, but really, you get the impression after talking to maybe eight people that nobody knows, and everyone's like making up their own stories about what they think a Hydra might like. Okay. There's but no then, zoologist in town. Going in a different direction, then. I'm going to take that one bit about how they all tend to... They do tend to aggregate towards swamps, right? Definitely. They're swampy creatures. All right. So I'm going to ask around about possible scents they might be attracted to. Smells. Um, while you're hearing about this, you notice a crowd gathering over by uh, one of the bars outside of the main town square. Everyone seems to be eager listening, to, eagerly listening to something, and a, a large crowd is beginning to grow. Um, I guess I'll get distracted. I mean, I've got all day and a few more with Malachi studying. I'll go see what's up. There is a uh, a group of sailors that have just come in from trip down from Redport, and they are talking about how a naval blockade has been set up around Anvil. Oh. Yes. So the uh, Redport has blockaded the Anvil port to block all trade? No, no, not Redport has blocked it. Um, the, whoops, that's not the right program. Um, the ships are flying sails from Heatstroke and Weatherlight, both of them. Uh, th- this ship just happened to be coming from Redport. Okay. So Anvil is being blockaded. There's a naval blockade set up around it. Okay. And um, sailors are, you know, answering questions and talking about it and spreading of the news. All right. That's interesting. Um, but I feel like that's a tomorrow problem. So I, I, want, I want to go back to the idea. Uh, I want to think about, like, some sort of scent that they might be attracted to. And then, if possible, I'll look for, like, um, the general, like, mold men are made out of mushrooms, right? That's what one person has said. Okay, so I want to talk to an alchemist about this then. 
because basically what I, I want to get an idea of what kind of scent a hydra might be attracted to and then i want to go to an alchemist and try to create the most potent smelling um potion that he can that would just like carry a scent for miles that would hopefully attract this hydra uh, unfortunately what, there is no alchemist in shirebrook really hmm? apothecary nothing like that closest you could get would be rohana or aldrich um, I guess I could try Rohana. Is there a town nearby that we could go to for that? Let me look at my notes for nearby towns. And Thornwood, not in Misty Rapids. Um, it doesn't look like there are any alchemists nearby. Um, you can probably find one in Stromheim, which is the capital. Okay. And that's probably the closest alchemist. Uh, Redport might have one as well. Um, and if you went over to Matava, you could probably find one there. All right. Um, capital. I have a spell. I'm trying to find it. It's it's supposedly similar to idea, but a little bit stronger. And I was going to hopefully cast it, but I can't find it in the spell list. Uh, you should jump back to Malachi for a minute here because I'm gonna look for a spell sure. that might actually help me out here. Uh, Malachi, you are looking for Tyrus. Uh. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So I, I finish uh, I finish up for the day, having had enough of Aldrich. I say, do you know what, Aldrich? I'll see you tomorrow. Mm, very well. All right, I'll go looking for Tyrus Bellows. All right, you find him uh, feet kicked up on a desk in his little sheriff station, uh, sipping a glass of wine. Tyrus, finally. <sighs> I've been you trying again. to get hold of you for... Uh, I was here the other day looking for you. I spoke to one of your uh, underlings. He was most unpleasant, actually. Well, hey, overworked, underpaid. What do you expect? Yeah, no, I understand. So, um, well, you know the Hydra in the, in the Black Pine Marsh? I know of it. Well, I was thinking I might go and kill it. Good luck. I figured, though, considering you were spending quite a bit of time out there, if maybe you'd seen it recently. I have not seen the Hydra recently. Seen it ever? Once. How many, uh, how many heads did it have? At least ten. I didn't get a full count. I saw it from a distance and took off. No, it's probably pretty smart. Mm -hmm. You spent a lot of time out there in the marsh? I have my own private business that I do not share with others. Mm -hmm. No, it makes sense. Got a gal out there, have you? I keep my girl in the marsh. That's right. 
Built hey. her little hut in the swamp. Days <laughs> away from town so no one else can find her and see her. Takes all sorts of different folks. Tyrus. Ain't no need to be like that. So, um, don't suppose you fancy another trip? Help us kill this Hydra. I put that life behind me a long time ago. I like okay. to sit back in a nice, quiet town, enjoy a good mug of ale or a glass of wine. This one's not that great. And, uh, I'm content to watch the grass grow. Yeah? Sword like that, armor like that, you don't look like uh, a man of no action. We all have our history. Yeah, I suppose so. I'm, I'm done with that chapter of my life. Oh. These are simple tokens to remind me of the past and to well, if you're, um, keep me if focused you're not, on peaceful life. If you're not using them. You know, my friend here, my friend the cleric could probably use a sword like that. I tell you what, I'll trade you this candle. Look, let me show you. Look, click your fingers. Touch and click your fingers. Wow. Hey, look at that. That's pretty cool. Where'd you get that? I traded for it in Redport. How'd you, what do you say? Candle for the sword. No. But that's an amusing offer. Hey, well, can't blame me for trying. Take my candle back. Okay, well, uh, any... What about the other stuff in the, in the swamp? I mean, if you go there every now and again, is it safe? Well, I know it's not safe, but... What are you asking? What kind of precautions should I take not to get... Don't go to the swamp. Yeah, what about the Hydra, though? You heard there's no trade between Thorn, Thornwood and Shybrook. How long can that last? Well, the way I see it, eventually some young buck will get in their head that they're going to go off and clear the way. And they'll march up to Shire uh, Thornwood, or they'll march down to Shirebrook and find the road's actually quite clear. And everyone's freaking out over a couple of prints. And you know, sometimes the Hydra walks out of the swamp. It's a danger. I'm sure it's killed people before, and it just was attributed to goblins or bandits or some other nonsense. Life's that's life, pretty, you know? That's pretty wise, Tyrus. You may be alright. Maybe alright. You know... What the else world is going needs on? young, foolish people to... go and show all the scaredy cats what's going, what's right. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, what, what else is going on in town? Thomas is in jail again for being drunk at three <laughs> in the afternoon. I didn't realize that was you a have crime. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, I hear some young kid washed up on shore down the river. Yeah, no, I um, we actually sort of saved his life. He was blinded and all fucked up, but um, my cleric friend sorted his eyes out and then. We went back down the crystal run and killed some werewolves. And uh, long story, but well, good for your your cleric friend for helping a man in need. It's an admirable fella. It's quite literally his job. Is a hard work, though. You, yeah. You sure you actually got them? You know they can't be hurt by steel or bronze. 
No, no, no. I uh, I set them all ablaze. Ah. Uh, glorious bonfire. You learn that that fireball spell yet? Yeah, not the little rolly one. I mean the big explodey one. Oh yeah, the big explodey one. That's oh, yeah. right. Yeah. I had a friend I, who had that once. Ah, it's a good one. I've made good use of it. Yeah. Do doozy on werewolves, I bet. Yeah, they uh they don't like it. You see, they're they're pretty. Truth be told, I think they're quite fearful. Once you hit them with something that can actually hurt them, oh, tail yeah. between their legs. Absolutely. I mean, imagine you can walk around all day and people stab you and it doesn't hurt. It doesn't even phase you. And then all of a sudden someone stabs you for real. It's probably the first time you've ever been stabbed in your life. Gotta scare yeah. the shit out of you. Exactly, yeah. Oh. So that was that was fun. Um, you know, I was thinking about going to deal with that Karak fellow as well. Have you got any wisdom on this guy? Oh, there's already a naval blockade set up around Anvil. You're too late. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Who's, uh, who's blockading him? Apparently Count Vicious sent his ships around. Is Anvil in his territory? Mm-hmm. Well, it's probably about time he did something about it. Right, right. Yeah, world's I looking uh, pretty good. A Karak guy's not stupid, though, you know. I think if he sees uh, an army coming for him, he's gonna try and escape. He sacked city in a kingdom. Well, not sacked, but conquered a one town. Mm-hmm. In Eridon, with what? But he's gonna hold it. People are gonna recognize him as the rightful ruler. I think that carrot guy is stupid. You should have kept to his banditing. Sure. No, I mean, yeah, you're right. I the mean, he was the is... biggest fish in a small pond. Now he's a medium-sized fish in a very large pond. But I don't think he's gonna be sitting there waiting to get arrested. Is what I'm saying. You gonna go in and do something about it? Well. You know, you've already got a magic sword, but one of his uh, one of his lackeys had a magical sword that I had my eye on. But I guess oh, uh, I guess it's Count, Count Vicious is now. I thought uh, two swords. Well, it was more of a gift for my uh, my cleric friend. Mm. Always sneaking out for people around you. Nice I get a bad I get a bad rep, but I'm a nice guy. I'll believe it when I see it. <sighs> All right. Well, look, I'll leave you to it. You're obviously uh, enjoying yourself, and you don't need me. Hey. It's a nice, cool day. No problems. Life is good. All right. Well, you let me know if you need anything, Tyrus. Mm-hmm. All right. See you later. Later, man. He is so much nicer than Aldrich. <laughs> I say to myself. He's also fully useless. He's not useless. Well, he didn't offer much help, but yeah, I'm sure, he, I'm sure he'd be of great use if he wanted to be. All right, well, I guess I'll head back to the tavern. Okay, Neil. I am going to try and get around this no alchemist issue and look for an herbalist. Um, there... Yeah, there are a few herbalists in town. All right, I want to ask them about the most potent smelling plant in the swamp. Like, something that, if you carried it around, it would just fucking stink. Something that would basically carry its scent for a good distance. I want to attract this hydra out of the swamp. And I feel like a scent might be a good way to do it. I'll tie it around a sheep or something. Hmm. Um, the woman you're speaking to as well. If you're looking for a, a very potent smelling thing, 
you want to stay away from the swamp and you want to go find yourself a Lakrota. I'm specifically trying to hunt down a Hydra here. I'm, I'm looking for... Hydras tend to live in swamps. I'm looking for something that might draw it out. The strong-smelling swamp thing? Yes. Hmm. I don't head up there myself very often. I just stay around the border. I don't go in. Strong-smelling swamp things. Uh, I think... I think my brother told me once a story about some... What he called? He called it black ground. Uh, that kind of bubbled and gave off a putrid smell. It was thick and goopy and sticky. A putrid smell. Yeah, I found it. Grows a, in the swamp. Yes, yeah, he said it was somewhere in the swamp. Black ground. Do you know what it looks like? How we could identify it? He said it was this bubbling black earth. Like tar. I um. I guess. I didn't see it myself, but perhaps. Hmm. Alright. Uh, thank you for your time. Uh, so I guess off that... Yeah, I don't think that spell is going to help me. The spell I was looking for gives you useful information about a problem at hand, but it's a fourth level spell, so I don't have it. But, um... Alright, so I'm going to... Yeah, I guess with this, I'll just kind of head back to Malachi, and I'll suggest that we use some sort of bait, like a sheep or a cow or something, to try and bait the Hydra out. And we cover it in some swamp shit to kind of try to draw the Hydra out to it. Yeah, you know, it might work. But I was talking to Tyrus, and he doesn't seem to think there's really much of a problem. He said people are just freaking out over nothing. You think so? Well, who knows? I mean, a few f footprints, maybe it just wandered out for five minutes and left. Maybe it does it all the time. I don't suppose he's seen it before? He said he did once in the distance. Does he know how many heads it has? He said at least ten. Fuck. So, yeah. Plus, should I was just, thinking... Should we just I, stop procrastinating and go for Carrick? If I cast uh, if I cast slow at it, then I haven't got fireball, and vice versa. Hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. We could probably fight it... Dogs won't be much use. Darth might be able to help if we, um... Well, you know, we could get him to sort of chop some of the heads off. Perhaps it's time that we we stop procrastinating and go after Carrick. We can always oh. worry about the Hydra later. Well, uh, Tyrus says that uh, Count Vicious is uh, standing in... Well, he's blockaded. I, I the heard port. there's a blockade set up around Anvil. That's why I want to get in there now before Carrick is deposed. Sure. He's probably sending some men down as well. Maybe we could get, beat them to it, I suppose. Sure. We should probably get some sort of... Some sort of word, some sort of letter from the Baroness. So, uh, indicating that we're from Shirebrook and that we're on a quest to stop Carrick. Some sort of letter in that nature. Well, I'm thinking that maybe... Do you think Carrick would be stupid enough to stand there and try and fight if Vicious sends an army? Maybe no. we wait, wait for him to try and run and then chase him down. No, Carrick didn't seem like a moral man, but he also didn't seem like a stupid man. I think he would live to fight another day. Yeah, so maybe we we get close and we wait for this vicious guy to turn up. Or we'll wait for Carrick to make a run for it. He must know his days are numbered now. 
And then we, uh, mm. I'm sure actually that probably a lot of his mercenaries have probably abandoned them. It's possible. We could wait, see what see what's going on around town. Darf could come with us. He could be our scout who travels into Anvil. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's do it. Let's um, let's get a boat out there and see see what's going on. I don't know if we can travel by boat. We might have to go by land through the Ashlands. I don't. I don't think you can travel by boat at this point. I'm sure they haven't blocked the whole coast. We can just sort of perch up, stop, stop in advance. Yeah. If we're going to be going anywhere near that blockade, I do think we should get a letter from the Baroness. I'd rather yeah. not be mistaken for a mercenary trying to join up with them and executed. You're probably right, but I, I don't know if the Baroness is just going to tell us to uh, not bother, given that Vicious is going to be dealing with it soon anyway. Do you think she would turn down the help? She might want revenge for what he did to her daughter anyway. I would very much enjoy personally decapitating him. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll uh, tell you what. I'm heading back to the keep tomorrow. I'll, I'll see if I can see if Aldrich will set me up with the Baroness. Sure. Um, I could also try to arrange an audience if that doesn't work out. I think my word might carry a little bit more weight. No offense. Well, some offense taken, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what. Well, um, you just come with me in the morning tomorrow and I'll go and speak to Aldrich and you can go and speak to the Baroness. All right. That that works just fine. All right. Okay. Uh, why don't we take our first break and we'll see you guys on the other side. Bye-bye. Welcome back to Hardcore Heroes, everybody. So, um, let's continue with the day. It's now Friday, the 1st of July, and it is Scorcher. Um, not only is it mm. hot, but it is wet and rainy. So we've kind okay. of got this like really humid heat wafting over you. Uh, you actually have thunderstorms out in the distance and just kind of like a slow drizzle all day. Okay. Right. Van on our keep right. Um. I, oh yeah, I'll do that first actually. So I guess I will wear my armor actually. So we head off to the keep together. I go and visit Aldrich and. Do I have like a spare key to your house? Because I know I'm keeping a lot of my stuff in your house at this point. Um, yeah, sure. Okay. Rumors are going to start circulating about the two <laughs> spellcasters in town. <laughs> it's all right. Always yeah, seen together, kind of sharing a house a little bit. One of them left the church to go wandering <laughs> with his friend. Yeah. His father's uh, disowned him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the cleric is never seen with women ever at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They both like to sit and study their spells. <laughs> oh, it's too far now. <sighs> so we head to the keep. Yep, you guys head to the keep. Um, Kel Valmont stops you again, looking down from his perch at the palisade wall. What Valmont. is it this time? You here to see uh, Aldrich again? I'm yeah, here to see Baroness Valmont. Regarding? Carrick. That's no business of ours. That's flat county business. I think Baroness Valmont has some personal interest in the man. He did kidnap her daughter, after all. 
and her daughter was freed by us. I have no trouble waiting until she's free. I'm sure you have a waiting room set up somewhere. It shouldn't take but a few minutes of her time. Go home. There's no, like, I can't flash my symbol. In fact, I'm, like, a cleric with 17 charismas and helping me here. No, not today. He waves you off. <sighs> this is none of well, our business. You're going to get us all in trouble if you keep carrying on like that. Well, see what you can do, Malachi. All right. Nice tag him in. Will you at least let me see Aldrich? Yeah, sure. He opens Thanks, the gate. Um, lets Malachi in, but kind of body language-wise, lets doesn't let Van in. Oh no, I've I've already walked off. I just like leave. All right, I go and uh, hang out with Aldrich. Um. I think asking him if I can see the Baroness is probably a stupid idea. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Now, now that I'm in there, Neil, how would I? Could I just walk into the? Could I just walk into our throne room? Uh, you could. But it's I'm empty just when you do. All right. It's not like she just hangs around in the throne room all day. I look around. Is there any expensive stuff? Um. No, there's some tapestries. Some nice fabrics. There's not like gold goblets lying around. Okay. All right. I'll just go and, I'll just go and keep studying with Aldrich. Okay. Um, all right. Go ahead and skip that day. You How many days has it been now? That is day three. Okay. And it takes, I think, three to six days to learn a third level spell. Yeah. And on to Saturday, where the rain picks up, but the thunder and lightning kind of disappears. I have a soundtrack for that, fortunately. What are we going to do, Van? I say that night. All of our options are closed. I feel like we're just being forced to stay in this town. No, no, no. We can still go kill Carrick. You think? That scimitar must be mine, and more importantly, justice must be dispensed. Okay. No, I owe you anyway because of the spell book, so I'll go. Just for, even if it is just for the scimitar. And and justice. I, I did mention that part. And justice, yes. <laughs> uh, I, so while while Malachi's finishing up the study and there's only one thing Ben needs to do in town still. First off, what's Darf doing during all this time? Because you did mention he was going to travel with us for a while. Um, he rested up and has just been kind of Hanging around town, mourning the loss of his friends. Does he meet us in the evening? Um, you can meet him. He kind of sticks to himself, so you guys can choose whether to show up and hang out with him or. All right. Yeah, I think we call him over one night and we'll yeah. tell him about the plan. Darth. Hmm. Yeah. How's it going? You feel all right? Yeah. You look a little bit uh, sullen. Shrugs. Huh. You uh, you heard of uh, Anvil? Yeah, it's a 
town, like to the east or something. Northeast, yeah. They um. Yeah, northeast. Some ba some bandit came in and like murdered the the bar in there and took yeah. the tower over. Yeah. Yeah. What about it? Well, we were thinking about maybe going to kill him. You fancy it? Of what like gold he must have got from looting the keep. That could be we could split that. Doesn't that belong to the town? To the some well, most of it, yeah. But you telling me if the Baron wasn't alive, he'd give us some sort of reward. That's the truth. No. And then um, maybe we could head over to go and see your... Uh, did you say it was your uncle, Joris, or just your, your friend, your guardian? My, my guardian, yeah. Yeah, well, maybe we can... Uh, after we deal with Carrick, yeah. maybe we can he head hey, through Stromheim. Way, I, I haven't been able to find his book. I thought maybe you have it? Yeah, I've put it somewhere safe. Did you know what? Well, the last time you knew where it was. Yeah, but th it's different now. Don't you kind of sure. think that maybe I should be holding on to it? Since he is, you know, my guardian and all. Um, yeah, maybe. I'll, um, I'll go and I'll retrieve it for you. Meals here tomorrow night. Sure, sure. Uh, and it's for Carrick. I don't know anything about him. Is he a bad man? Oh, yeah, he's fucked up. My boy killed the bar and he usurped the whole town. He murders any civilians that, uh, say that they like the Baron more than him. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I heard he, um... He hangs them up from their feet until they die. Why isn't someone doing something about this? Coward stuff. That's why it's fallen to us. But, but he killed a Baron, right? Isn't there a... Shouldn't the Count do something? Yeah... I think he's quite old, though, that guy. I don't know if he maybe. I think maybe he is doing something, but he's probably too slow. Hmm. Carrick will probably get away, so it's maybe best we, we get the get the jump on him. All right. All right. Well, we're probably going to leave in a couple of days, and um, we'll bring Joris' spell book with us, or should we leave it here? What do you think? Um... It's not like we're going to die. That's what I thought last time, and it got lost. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. I don't know, do you have a safe place you could hide it? Somewhere you could bury it, maybe, outside of town? Yeah, okay, well, leave it with me. Okay. Yeah, maybe right. you should hold on to it for now. Yeah. Cool. Very sly. <laughs> I'll let you know when we're leaving. It'll probably be a couple of days. Um, as you are parting ways with him, uh, the door opens to the inn. Man, you don't really recognize, walks over to the bartender pretty quickly, and the bartender points you out as you're finishing up your conversation with this guy, with Darf. Me or Van, or both of us? Me. Uh, to Malachi in particular. Okay. Um, and, uh... Some sort of sailor walks up to you. You can tell by the, the gait on his legs that he's used to walking at, on ships rather than on land. Wait, Neil, I haven't given you spells for a few days. Shall I do that now before we carry on? 
Yes. Okay. Let me grab mine. I'm in. I'm at this table, right? Yes. Also mentioned the heat has abated with the storm and it's no longer uncomfortably muggy and hot. It's now a nice cool drizzle. I'm just trying to get rid of things I wouldn't have in town. So this guy's a sailor. Yeah. Okay. I take a dubious look of him as he walks over. How big is he? Has he got weapons? Uh, he's got a knife on his side, but you know, sailors carry knives all the time for rope cutting or anything else that needs to be done. Okay, yeah. You looking for me? You're uh, Jack Art's son, right? Uh, well, I was at one point. Apparently not anymore. Well, that sounds like a story for a different time. You, you know where your father is? On his ship, I, I thought you might know where he was. His Why? ship went missing. Oh. He never showed up in Whiteport. Oh shit! I'd heard about that. That's his ship. Do you know if he might have taken his cargo and gone somewhere else? Why are you asking? The ship's gone missing. There's cargo you on it. Your cargo? did not arrive. I don't think he's the... He's been a sailor for decades now. I don't think he's going to flit out on a deal for a few barrels of pilchards or whatever it is you deal with. Maybe something happened. Maybe something happened. It's not a long distance, Shirebrook to Whiteshore. Would you stay along the coast during that trip? He nods. Where Not is too Whiteport? close, but on uh, White, Whiteport South, next mm. town south, uh, below the Shadow Mountains. Hmm. Done. Hmm. We could. Uh, who was that? That woman who took the boat into the uh, into the forest for us was it Rhonda? Rhonda, yeah. We could always rent a boat, take it south to Whiteport along the coast. I don't think she would object to captaining that. Well, you, do you have a boat? Yeah. What do you say? You booked passage up here. I can... All right, so who who are you then? You're a trading partner of my father's? Mm Mm-hmm. In Whiteport? Mm Mm-hmm. The name is Leary. Leary. You see anything on the coast on the way up here? not with all this rain but last time I did the trip maybe a week ago or so I didn't see anything either hmm is there anything on that coast that could be luring in uh, sailors luring in sailors you mean like a harpy or siren or something yeah let's say like a siren or something like that not that I know of but that doesn't mean one hasn't Taking up residence over there, but this is the only ship to go missing. I'd like to go investigating it, but 
I don't know where we'd start. Well, uh, I'm just here to find out if anyone knows where he might have gone. I don't... If his ship is sunk, then I doubt there's any hope. That coastline's infested with goblins. But if it's sunk, it's... would there not be some debris or something? There could be. I mean, ships are made of wood. It's likely there would be debris floating, wouldn't there? Yeah, most likely washed up on shore. Um, be able to find the spot, not too precisely, but the debris would probably wash along a, a couple mile span of the coast. What did sink? If you're worried that the entire ship sank, I uh, I have a spell that would allow one to breathe underwater. We could lower a crewman into the water. He could keep an eye out, look toward the bottom of the sea, see if there's any ships down below. That'd be mighty useful. Uh, I don't have... I've got some money to hire people. Um, I, I could give you a nice fat reward if you recover the cargo. Sure. We'll, uh... I have, I have no trouble looking for your father, Malachi. Normally, I would suggest we go straight to Carrick, but I don't mind delaying for family. Well, the only thing is, I think if we delay much longer, then Vicious will have that scimitar for himself on. Mm. Wait, you know, we have saved my father's life twice already. We could always do it after we come back. We could. If his ship did wreck, I doubt it's going to go anywhere in the next few days. Yeah, if his ship's wrecked, I ain't got much hold out there being any survivors. Is there, right. is there many caves along the coast or something like that where he might have pulled in? Mm -mm. I suppose it would either be he's somewhere in White... or uh, Sorry, what, what town is to the south? White Shore. Okay, I suppose he could... He never did arrive in White Shore. Mm -mm. Mm. Never showed up. I suppose we'd either find him docked along the coast or he could have shown up to White Shore after you left. Mm. When was he due? A couple weeks back. Um, I don't think I don't think it'll be any difference if we take care of Carrick first, Malachi. At this point, I think it's. I, I don't think anything's going to change. If he's if he's a few weeks late, he's likely been stranded for weeks at on end. If he did survive the wreck. Yeah, he was supposed um, to show up about two weeks ago and didn't. I came to town about a week and a half ago looking for him. Looking for the ship, Tell you what, really. Are you going to be in town for a little while longer? I could stick around for a couple of days, maybe. Hmm. What for? Well, how long would it take for us to get to Anvil, Neil? On foot? Uh, we could also take, like, a small boat up the coast. Uh, stopping before the blockade, obviously. Um, that distance would be so. If you stop before Anvil, before the blockade, that would stop you in the firewood. Um, okay. And last time you guys went there, you weren't too happy about walking through the woods. Right. With the... That was a long time ago. Now. So we'd have to go. I, I would still probably want to go around because there were giant spiders, and almost every single type of spider in D and D is poisonous for some reason. <sighs> um, so if you stop before Anvil and go around the firewood, you're looking at a two to three day journey. Okay, that's not too bad. 
Yeah, but this got me gone by then. If I give you a few gold pieces to stick around, could you stay a little while longer? How long you want me to stay? How long would five gold keep you here? Not too long. Maybe two or three days. Tell I got you what. Big business. Tell you what. While you're here, ask around to make sure that his ship actually did go south toward Whiteshore. Oh, I got that confirmed already. All right. Then, um. Well, I got to confirm that he left port. Right. You should you should make sure he actually did go south. But aside from that, you should head back to Whiteshore and we can we can meet you there if we find anything new to tell you. What's your name? Leary. 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 All right. We'll come find you in Whiteshore if we learn anything new. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Leary. Yeah. Uh, sorry about your father. Shrug. Free house. Darf speaks up and goes, uh, you too, huh? Me, uh, well, he's not dead. Well, he might be, I suppose, now. You don't seem too broken up about it. They have a strained relationship. He disowned me after I saved his life for the second time. <laughs> That's where we have a bit of a point of disagreement. Well, let's see how you take it, Darfe. Let's see you with the story. I, let's not be... I won't give you any bias here. My father was enthralled by a siren. Right? And I, then I killed... And then, was, I killed, and then I killed the siren. He was seeing a siren regularly. I would assume for a uh, passion. Yep. Well, don't sirens eat people? There you go. Not ding, all ding. sirens. He'd seen the siren many times and he came back alive every time. Doesn't sound too evil to me. But this is, uh, perhaps we shouldn't bring up old wounds from the past. Maybe it's best we focus on the future. It's probably fattening him up. That's kind of like a dick move to disown you, though. Nah, yep, certainly is. <laughs> anyway, uh, Darth, we're still going to go see Karak. We'll be leaving in a couple of days. I'm going to... I've got something to read or something, and I, I excuse myself. Um, so we're going to stick around until you learn Dispel Magic? Yeah. Not Why are you doing that again? I just... Aldrich talked me into it. I don't really... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have tongues too is the funny part let me check I might not uh, alright um, so that is Saturday right that we're on no, right now yeah yeah. Um, so I guess this was probably earlier in the day rather than later in the day because Saturday is the day that you learn dispel magic alright some XP at least yes oh. I got uh, <laughs> I, I do know tongues but it's a fourth level spell for me ah well I say to Van that morning I think I'm going to have a bit of a breakthrough today, Van. Uh, why don't you go and see if you can find a ship for us? Sure, or we just... Um, so so basically, it would be two to three days if we go up coast by boat, stop before the blockade, and go around the firewood? Mm -hmm. Okay, and does the blockade extend past the firewood, or could we just stop before we hit the firewood? Um, you'd have to ask around for that, but if you do, you'll yeah. hear that the blockade is about a mile out from the town itself. So it doesn't extend all the way to the okay. edge of the firewood. So we can just uh, dock right along the firewood, head to Anvil, and then we can always just go through the Ashlands coming back. Is that villages along that, the firewood side of Anvil as well? There's a few. Okay. I mean, I can always conjure water and stuff like that too. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, I head off to Aldrich. Okay. If he hasn't finished Invis yet, Neil, 
What's gonna happen? Um, this is the same day that you're learning to spell magic, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're sitting there and you have your breakthrough and you get it and you start jotting down the spell furiously in your notebook. Um, and around this time, Aldrich takes, uh, well, I guess he's looking at your notebook when you have your Eureka moment. And he slams your book shut and says, this is a worthless spell. It doesn't even do what I was hoping it would. Ugh. What did you think it was going to do? The clues in the name. I know exactly what. <laughs> Ugh! Piece of shit spell. I want nothing to do with this. That's it. I'm done. You, you better me. hurry up your spells before I. I have bitter, bigger things to do with my time than. Ugh! Don't worry. Don't worry, Aldrich. I'm, I'm done with it. Uh, let's... Wait. Have I seen Joris's spellbook? If he storms off, does he leave me alone in this bit of the room? Uh, yeah. Do I see Joris's spellbook around? Yes. I just take it. Okay. And I'll just leave. All right. Uh, yeah. So I've added the spell magic to your spell list, and you still have the spellbook. Yes. All right. I uh, I head to the half pint or to collect off the dogs and meet Van at the docks, where he is probably found as a boat. Um, also, it is July 1st, so let's do... How much money you guys need to spend? Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, 50 gold. Or I think uh, Malik has to do a little bit more because of the dogs. Mine the is horses more. and Jeeves. Oh, yeah. Jeeves is getting having the time of his life here. I think oh, that's fine. it was 64 for me. I'm trying to... I wrote it down somewhere. Where did I write it? Uh, I, it was definitely above 60. Oh, yeah. Hmm... Neil, I don't want to... Ah, oh, 61. There we go. I froze it there. All right, um, Neil. Before we go, the one thing I want to do in town one day is uh, Van will kind of go out without his armor, which is a rare thing, and head over to a barber. I want to go to, like, one of the nicer ones in town. Kind of pulls out his uh, his small hand mirror that he's been carrying for months because of that basilisk. And he just kind of looks, looks at himself in the mirror one last time and then just nows his head, sighs, and walks into the barber and gets a Jamie Lannister cut. Right. Uh, we'll fold that into your normal monthly costs, and okay. you have short hair now. God damn it. Oh, well, it'll grow back. Right. Okay. Um, I think aside from that, I'm good. I don't really have anything left to do in town. Did you find a boat? Uh, oh, yeah, we have to get a boat. Um... Okay, so I will head over and I'll try to find Rhonda. Um, yeah, eventually you find her down at uh, one of the taverns near the river. Rhonda. Hmm, boys. <laughs> uh, we are wondering if you'd like to captain a boat up a little ways to the north. A job nowhere near as dangerous as the last one he went on, I assure you. Northward, huh? Yeah, we want to stop right outside of the firewood. We're not trying to travel all the way to Ant all well, the way to Anvil. Do you have a ship? Uh, no, we can get one soon enough, though. I'm simply wondering if you'd be willing to captain it. You gonna get a ship that doesn't already have a captain? Yeah, I think it makes more sense, Fawn. Maybe somebody else is already going up there. Didn't we rent a boat last time and then she captained it? Uh, you yeah, rented like, like a little rowboat. Oh, uh, okay. So we're, we're gonna get something it. a little bit nicer. Yeah, this is more like coastal journeying. You might want something okay. bigger than like a ten foot by six foot boat. 
<laughs> is any are any ships traveling up that way? Uh, you ask around down at the harbor. And there are ships. I guess if somebody's heading to Redport, we could get dropped off along the way. Yeah, uh, there are ships heading towards Redport, and you can find someone who will put you in a rowboat, row you out to the the coast, and then row the boat back. Um, and if you guys are willing to be star dropped off. Um, I don't think we can see exactly yeah, where that is. Uh, just south of the firewood. Sure, that's perfect. It's kind of what we were going for. Yeah. And then we'll just head around the forest and toward Anvil. Sure. Um, it'll cost um, a gold for each of you plus two silver for the dog uh, for each dog. Okay, so three... I'll cover the people, then Malachi can take care of the dogs. Okay. Um, so three gold for people. Oh, are we taking Jeebs in the carriage with us? Probably not. No. Okay. Mm. Do you want the dogs, though? And are you sure you don't want to Sunday take the carriage? Because then we can't, um, we can't like carry provisions in the carriage. We'd actually have to carry those ourselves. We were in the carriage last time, though. Mm. Like, I feel like Tarek might have said so everyone look out for a carriage with one horse. Oh, uh, that's true. Okay, yeah, we'll go by foot then. Damn. Plus, can't really take a carriage on a rowboat. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can always create water, so we're not really at risk of dying of thirst. I don't know if I can... I can cast Goodberry, I guess. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Let's get going. Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys head north on this boat the next day, Sunday the third. Yeah. Let me let me get you my spells for while we're. How many days is the boat right gonna be? Uh, it's gonna be a day at sea. Okay. Then I'm gonna take water walking and water breathing. <laughs> Does somebody on the boat have a telescope now? No. Okay. Oh, you mean like a spyglass? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I thought that is what I meant. Spy, you know, telescoping spyglass. That makes sense. Oh, can I be learning a spell while this is going on, actually? Sure. Um, you're learning spells out of the new book? From Joris's book, yes. Okay. Uh, no one has a spyglass. Okay. I would like to learn player audience. Okay. Um... You're going to have some trouble learning that if you're going to be walking, though. Well, we're on a ship for a day. Right. But you need to do your... Well, I guess it doesn't all have to be... Like, subsequent days. Didn't... I mean, before we got the carriage, we used to be able to do eight hours of study, like, in the morning and at night, before bed. Even when you're traveling on the road? All... I think so, but I mean, if you want to say no now, I think uh, that's okay. Yeah, I think that if you're going to be actually like hoofing it over ground yeah. on foot, that's kind of like an all-day activity. I mean, you probably sure. only walk for eight hours, but it's probably like a 12-hour day where you're walking and resting and walking and resting. Yeah, so does that does it have to be continual days then? Because if it is, then uh, I If there's like a day or if you skip like one day or maybe two days in it, it's fine. But if you start on the boat and then you move for a while, and then kind of lose track, you'll have to start again. Um. Hmm. Okay, then instead I'll try and learn Glyph Dust. Ooh. 
Glitter Dust. That is a second level spell, right? Yeah. But I would say I do get two days worth in on the ship if we're just traveling for a whole day. Yeah, that's fine. 70% chance? 75. 75. Okay. Cool. Uh, and you guys head off. You spend a day at sea. Yep. Yep. Oh, I am now past my maximum number of spells per level. If we were using that rule, ah, per level two. But that's uh, we an never, rule. yeah, we never said we were using it. Yeah, we're not using optional rules, so you locked out on that. I yes. mean, it makes it doesn't really make sense as a rule, does it? Um, because you don't keep them all in your head, really. You just write yeah, them you, down. you store them all in a book. Yeah. But I do think there's something to be said for higher intelligence being a more powerful wizard. Yeah. And that I, being represented yeah. by the number of spells you can know. Yeah, I've always wondered why wizards don't get like a spell bonus like clerics do. Mm. Well, I think they're trying to make the classes feel more different from each other. Mm. Yeah. Um, intelligence does get you a chance to learn, though. That's true. And it also gets you um, languages, which can be really useful. They, they do a really good job in second edition of making the classes feel really different. Yeah. Um, which I, I very much enjoy. So, uh, you head out at sea. It is a um, simple voyage for a day before you wake up the next morning on Monday the 4th. Um, yep. And uh, they put you on a little rowboat and row you out to shore. Okay. Is that right when we wake up that they row us out? No, it's maybe two hours later. All right. So with my distrust of all things water at this point, I guess I'll keep my water breathing, water walking for the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the rowboat lands you right on the edge of the Ashwood. Awesome. Yeah, I will take, I'll get rid of ASP for sleep that next day. And I'll burn ASP by casting it on the captain or something uh the captain's thinking about his love of the water love of the sea sure how it smells sweeter than any woman <laughs> tell that to my father um but you guys are now on the very edge of the ashwood yep firewood no firewood yes oh yeah uh, so, between um, the ashlands and the firewood. Can we up, can we change the map to the anvil map? We still have an anvil map. Oh, we've seen it recently. Yes, but I did some restructuring of the images, and I think the anvil map might have died. I will uh, bring one up for you, but for now you guys are kind of traveling. Okay, I think I remember what it looks like anyway. So, okay. Can we see Anvil in the distance? No, because you're on the south side of the firewood. Okay. So it's, um, I guess we'll go around. I mean, we want to get roughly around the north end of it, but we don't want to go directly into Anvil. I think we want to stop in one of the outlying towns. Oh, we're on the wrong side of the firewood. Yeah, yeah we, we stopped on the south side because if we went up to the north side, we'd be stopped at the blockade. How big is the blockade now? 
along it the whole coast. It covers the the town, but if you stopped, like if you tried to stop, how should I say? It's a uh, it's wide enough that if you tried to stop on the north end, that you would be caught by the blockade because Anvil's right up against the firewood. Yeah, okay. It's not really any yeah. room to maneuver. So I guess we're just gonna spend. You said it'd take a day or two to travel around it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I guess All we'll right. just walk around the whole thing and. Like, we want to get more or less to the north side of the firewood, close to Anvil, maybe like an hour or two out. Or maybe not necessarily that close, but fairly close, within a day of traveling from it. And then we'll stop at one of the outlying villages. I'll get what studying I can in, Neil, but maybe just maybe it's just enough to keep me refreshed rather than actually making any progress. While we're, uh, while we're here, don't mention that I'm a cleric. I think it's best that we keep our identities to ourselves for now. Yeah, I should probably lose the Starf, staff you, as well. I don't. I don't think we mentioned the Starf, but last time we were in Anvil, we had some uh, some dealings with Cler- with Carrick. He sent uh, he sent bloodhounds after us. Yeah, make sure you don't mention our names. Yes, that's why you see a more short-haired man in front of you today. I was going to ask. I thought ladies would be going Gaga for that long hair, and here you are cutting it off like it's nothing. I. It. I. Some of us must make great sacrifices, Darf. Fun's quite fussy anyway. He's yet to find a girl who likes more than his hair. <laughs> oh. I can't take all the credit for that one. That's from Game of Thrones. I thought oh. so. I, I could have sworn... The very I first know. episode. Yeah. Oh, for about Jon Snow, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rob says it. So, that first day... You guys kind of walk along that border between the firewood and the ashlands without mm-hmm. any problems. Um, as the sun begins to set in the west, you guys settle down to make camp. Now that you've yeah. got Darf, what are you guys doing for your camp rotation? Um, I suggest that I just keep watch for the night. Uh, and I'll just you so I'll, I'll cast a nap on myself to sleep for one hour and then just stay up overnight. So I'll go and burn that nap, uh, wake up and rememorize spells, and then I'll keep watch for the night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, fantastic. Yep. So we'll have like a small fire going, I guess. But um, I'll also have Malachi's staff like bagged and hooded, ready to be pulled out if I need more light. I'm going to switch out uh, strength, uh, levitate for strength. Yeah, I'm swapping out some spells, too. I burn both my water breathing and water walking, so if we do happen to fall into a sea at any point, I'll be ready for that. Um, what are you doing while you're keeping watch? Just hanging out? Yeah, I I guess I just go RoboCop mode and just keep an eye on the forest. I don't want anything coming out killing us. Okay. Not really um, much else to do. Can you make me a wisdom check? Yeah, let me grab my spells first. Here we go, Doff. I want to grab my spells before this happens, so I'm going to grab Hold Poison. And... So I've still got the spells from yesterday, Neil, right? Yeah. I haven't burnt Levitate yet. Okay. Nope. I'm going to take Tree. So we do have like a small campfire set up. I just want to make that clear. Yeah. Okay. Um, one other thing, for pyrotechnics, if people had their eyes noted, like if I told people to close their eyes and then cast it, would the people who close their eyes be affected by it? 
Hmm, good question. It does say everybody in the radius, but if they, like, intentionally shielded themselves from the blast, knowing what was about to happen... Is there a save? I think so. The save would represent shielding your eyes, so I'd say if you had forewarning, you'd probably get a bonus on your save, maybe. Yeah, sense. that sounds about good. Okay. Um, let me just double check. Save is special. I'm checking. Slow poison, cure moderate wounds. One more thing. I guess I could take another nap just in case we need it. So I think if you just tell someone like Darf to cover his eyes as the spell is going off, I would give him a bonus to his save. But someone who is very familiar with the spell, like you or Malachi, who has seen it in action before and understands how it works, if you give them heads up, I think they can... Forego the save. Effectively negate the save, but there'll probably be some other penalties in combat, like maybe a penalty... Like they can't see for the round while they're shielding their eyes. Yeah, it would have to be something like you really, really block out the light, not just like closing your eyes. Yeah, you have to like hold your hand over your face or something. Um, So I think that would probably give you... uh, give an attack of opportunity to anyone who's adjacent to you, I think is what okay. we would rule for that. That makes sense. Quite cool. Yeah. Um, um, so someone like Malachi, who's not in the front line, would probably be not too impacted by this. Um, unless that's... Unless Malachi was in the middle of casting a spell. So if your spell goes off before his spell, then mm. uh, then it would interrupt his spell if he had to shield his eyes. Okay. That's all good. Uh, here are my spells, so I'm going to put them in chat. I'm going to have to change them up again before we go into town, but that's fine. Uh, so you're watching the camp. All yeah, and you want to make a wisdom check? I would love you to make a wisdom check. Pass. Doopty doop. Poison spiders. Okay. So you're sitting here watching the camp when you hear this squeaky sound. I unbag Malachi's staff and hold it up so that I get sunlight in a 60-foot radius. I uh, can't believe it's 60-foot radius. That's huge. <laughs> it's uh, basically improvision. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, it shines all over the ground, and you notice that Malachi's bag is being picked at by a giant rat, like two feet long, and it okay. seems to be eating a hole in the bottom of his bag. I I wave the staff at the rat and hope to like scare it off with this blinding light that's just come out of the darkness. It succeeds. The rat right. scurries, and as that rat scurries, like three other rats scurry from one from like underneath Malachi's bedroll, another from underneath your stuff, and another from over near Darf's bag, and they okay. all just scatter into the woods. Uh, the okay. damage to Malachi's bag is minimal at this point. He bought it early enough. Thank you, cool. Bob. Yep, I don't wake them up unless they got, like, woken up by right. the staff, but... No. That's um, all fine. Yeah. Do you have mending, Malachi? I do. Awesome. Not, not memorized, though. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Um, and why don't we go take our second break while you guys sleep away the night, and we'll come in on the third day, which is probably the day you'll end up in Anvil.
um, if all goes according to plan. So, see you guys on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. Bye. Welcome back to Hardcore Heroes, everybody. You guys are on the edge of the firewood, and you are headed in a west now, east now. <clears throat> all right. I'm okay. going to switch out Levitate for Locate Object instead of Strength. Sure. I um I tell Malachi to take a look at his bag and make sure the damage isn't too bad, that there were some rats chewing on it in the night and it just scared them off. Well, actually, Neil, can I learn mending, cast it on the bag, and then learn? It locates objects. Okay, sweet. So I stitch up my yeah. bag. I look at it. I check the other stuff, because they were, like, under my stuff, too. Yeah, they're all sure over crap. Um, it looks like some of your food <clears throat> was eaten. How much food do you guys okay. have on you, anyway? Um, I can always go and get more with Goodberry, but I have seven days of iron rations that I just restock whenever I get to town. Okay. Yeah, I don't um, think we can. So they ate like a half day's worth of rations. You don't have to mark it. You, you fended them off pretty quickly. Okay. Um, um I will drop. Do mark one. down three iron ration uses for all three of you eating. Okay. Uh, do you have any, Nick? No. Okay, so I'm down to four. That's fine, because I can always cast Create Water to make four gallons of water per level. And Goodberry, right. Yeah, and good berry. I don't okay. know. Neil, I feel like what, rations is one of those things that we pick up with our monthly expenses, right? In fact, Neil, if I can just memorize new spells in the morning by casting them, I'll, um, I will just cast Create Water and refill all of our water skins on a daily basis. Fantastic. Um, and I'll probably pass on good berry for now because we do have another day of rations. Yeah. Well, we should be getting to a village today. Yeah. Let's just check the random encounter table. Favorite thing to do. Yep. Uh, let me make sure I have all the spells that I want. Okay. I'll, so I definitely want to stay, uh, just to you, Nick, I do want to stay in the village for another day to memorize new spells. Sure. I, I'd like to, there's a chance I might finish Glythodust if I do another day study as well, so. Okay. but I'm going to keep all my stuff for dealing with the wilderness right now. You guys continue your journey. Uh, and maybe six hours later, you see Anvil um, okay. in the distance as you round the edge of the firewood. Yep. There is smoke rising from various places in the town. Like the thing is on fire kind of smoke? Yeah, like black smoke. Is that men? Is there a lot of like men around? You see a large field of tents, many, many tents. You're looking at hundreds of tents. All right. Well, look, fine. It looks like we uh, looks like Vicious is already here. I reckon the town's probably safe for us now. If we uh, if we head in, we can see if we can find what we're looking for. We might want to be invisible for this. Does the keep look like it's on fire? Uh, it's too hard to tell from this point. There's just a lot of smoke and fire everywhere. Do you think um, we want to be invisible? Probably. I don't want to be mistaken for mercenaries after we go in. The dogs, though, I say. Oh, I'm thinking oh. about that. Is it still early enough that I can memorize a different spell, Neil? No. Okay. Let's uh, just see what happens if we walk up there. It's the problem if we walk up there and we're mistaken for mercenaries is we get executed. No, he's not going to do that. Do you think so? We're combatants who don't belong to his army. Kerrick brought in all sorts of mercenaries. I think if we go in there and they don't know who we are, they're going to assume we're with him. Do you have invisibility, Malachi? I think you might want to go to the keep. On my own? All right. 
You sure. look after the, you look after the dog son. All right, go and do some scouting for us. Right, Hopefully, we can wait until tomorrow because I don't have spells for this today. Cast in Viz on myself and head yeah. into town. Then Neil, is is there a village um, nearby, Neil? Like within viewing distance? Yeah. Okay, I I point to that and I say we'll be waiting for you there. All right. Okay, so let's do um, Van Helsing and Darf first. Yeah, we head to one of the nearby villages. With the dogs. It's another mile and a half from your current position. Mm-hmm. Um, and after a couple hours of... After uh, like 20 minutes of trekking or so... Got <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a brain fart there for a moment That's on how far sorry. you can walk. Um, you arrive in the town. It's a small things- little village. There's not much going on here. I um I suggest Darth try asking around. I might be a bit too imposing with my armor. Uh, what should I be asking around for? Ask if they know what's going on in the town uh, with all the smoke coming from Anvil. Right, right. So he goes to scout out some information. Where? What are you doing while Darth is scouting out info? Uh, I'll ask if there's a barn that I can stay in. Like I'll, I'll look for like a barn that we can rent for a couple silver or something. Uh, yeah, there's a farmer who's very eager to rent out his barn for a couple of silver. Yeah, I'll give him two silver for it. Nice. Uh, he gives you a nice little spot in a, a goat pen that's been empty and looks like it's been empty cool. for a long time. Cool. And I, I mentioned that I do have a, a friend with me, and he will probably come here soon, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Totally fine. Okay. So, you rest there as well. Uh, can you make me a charisma check, please? Sure. I really ask for these. Your 17 charisma, but because I fail them regularly, I pass. Um, okay. So maybe an hour later, Darf comes back, smelling like beer, um, and he shouts loudly for you outside of the barn. I bet. Hailsig, Darf, everyone, Darf, coming to the barn. Yeah. The soldier's life. That's what I should have done. Those guys Darf. are fucking hilarious. Darf. Darf. Did Darf. you hear Darf. the one about Carrick and the woman? I, I shake him a little bit. I say, Darf, don't right. say my name in town. Oh, right, right. Sorry, sorry. Um, anyway, yeah, the, the city's totally taken. Uh, vicious. vicious has already taken it. Oh, fucking like days ago, a week ago. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Army's breaking up, getting ready to pack out and head back do home right now. Do they know what happened now. with Carrick? Hmm? What? Huh? Did, did, was Carrick captured? I forgot to ask. <laughs> I'll go ask myself. No, but it's cool. Like, the city's taken. Like, it's over. It's all over. Right. Everyone's headed home. Right. There's, there's a little bit more. We, we want to make sure that Carrick has been dealt with as well. I just, well, I mean, if the know, army's packing up and heading home, I'm sure he's been dealt with. But you should come by anyway, man. They've got this great thing, and it's, like, brewed by halflings. Never had this shit, dude. Sure, sure. Do me a favor and don't don't mention my name. What, what should I call you? Um. If I need to call you something. I don't know. Frederick. Go with that. Frederick? All right. Can I call you Freddy? That's fine. All right. All right. Uh, so he walks with you into town. You see there's a, a group of soldiers kind of perched up on some barrels that they've got stacked outside of a, a tavern with the tavern's closed. It's got like a big board over it, nailing it shut. 
soldiers are drinking from the barrels they're sitting on and joking loudly. They mm -hmm. see Darf come back and they go, Darfy! Who's this guy? And damn! They all kind of look <laughs> awkwardly between each other and then stand up and... Supposed to salute? It's got oh, no, 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 no. It's, no. It's no trouble. I'm simply a very well-off soldier myself. Oh, okay. Oh. Did you like a round? Sure. And I, I kind of go in and I ask about what's been going on in Anvil. We marched out here a couple days back. Um, about a, a week ago now. About a week ago now. And, uh, well, what is Carrick and his, what is it, like, 50, 60 guys gonna do against the 1,500 of us that came down? What's Carrick captured? Uh, the commander in charge took the keep and everyone in there. There's been no, uh, I haven't heard anything about him missing. There's been no lookout for Carrick signs. I think we'll presume he's captured. But, I mean, we're, we're holding this podunk little village out here. We're not in with the action. So, someone would have come by and told us for sure if, it, if we were supposed to look out for him. Oh, I'll have you know that Carrick has been a real pain in the ass for the past few months. Did you know he paid monsters in the lands around the towns to harass the other villages? No. I, goblins. He, he worked with goblins, ogres. We had to kill so many of those fucking things. He hired monsters? He hired ogres. He equipped them with these massive two-handed swords. Oh, my God. That's fucked up, man. Huh. Well, good riddance, right? Agreed. And I, I guess we just kind of drink. Mm -hmm. um, what goes on with Malachi, I guess, because I don't really have anything else to do for the time being. Um, they ask... They, before we switch over to Malachi, they do want to trade stories with you. Will you willingly trade stories of your adventures with them? Yeah, I'll tell them things like how um, I travel with uh, another... I travel with a wizard and we killed a chimera outside of a town near Redport. Mm -hmm. um, like, I'll tell them some of the more interesting stuff, but nothing necessarily about, like, our dealings in Anvil in the past. I just kind of leave it. I, I want to talk about more, like, the generic, we killed this monster, we killed this monster. Right, right, right. We eradicated an island full of hobgoblins. Right, okay, cool. I'm sure um, Van's Chimera story is very different to mine. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Malachi, you make it into Anvil. Alright, so I guess I'm just like wandering through aimlessly like, looking around. It's like everything on fire. Do I see any people? Uh, there are people around here. Not everything's on fire. It looks like there are some buildings and some kind of blocks that have burned. And this is the smoldering remains of what burned down maybe yesterday or the day before or uh, maybe earlier in the week. Um, I, I might try and just like listen in. If there's like little groups of people huddled around in alleys or something like that, I might just try and listen to the conversation. Yeah, it appears that the, the the forces of fortune came in, just overwhelmingly outnumbering the the people here, and it was it wasn't even a fight. You know, like is everyone. A bunch yeah. of the mercenaries surrendered on the spot. Uh, those that didn't surrender held up in the keep. The keep was encircled. Anyone that stuck their head up above the ramparts was peppered with arrows. Some wizards came in, knocked open the doors, and just, like, walked in and took everything. Uh, you do hear them talking about Carrick's head, and you can make your way to the town square to find his head 
as well as the head of his accomplices on spikes. Does he find the scimitar? <laughs> yeah. There isn't a magical scimitar lying around, is there? No. No magic oh. scimitars lying around. In that vein, though, I am going to cast Locate Object and imagine that exact scimitar that that knight was carrying. Can you remember any details about that scimitar? Even one specific detail about that scimitar, and I'll say Malachi remembers them all. It's okay. I, I do remember it. I remember it in detail, so you can always uh, come back to me, Nick. Yeah, I feel like maybe we, we would... I, I can't I can't remember any specific details, Neil, and it was a magical scimitar. Wait. Right. It had a slight glow. <laughs> You're just guessing. <laughs> can he make an int check? No, I want to see if Malachi... Uh, because in my mind, that Malachi might be interested in the scimitar, but it was a passing interest to him. So oh, yes. if, if Nick had enough of an interest in it to remember even one detail about it, I would say that Malachi had, had remembered the whole thing. But okay, okay. I think Nick's lack of information on it goes to show that Malachi doesn't give a shit. But could I have maybe not spoke to Van about it on the way up here? Maybe. You're just gonna you're just gonna make me go back to the village and come back out here tomorrow. Um, or or like even today. True. Yeah. Well, I'll settle for an inch check now. We'll, I'll meet you halfway on that. You can give yeah, me a minus three. Yeah, like nineteen inch, so that's not seventeen. I'm, He's not Georg yet. How about minus four? Or any more? Um. Bargaining. I love the bargaining. All right, in check at minus four. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then what I'm going to do instead, I'm like sitting there trying to think, wait a minute, what did this thing actually look like? Uh, I can't remember. And I look at Carrick's head, I assume his holy symbol isn't around his head. Nope. Then I will cast locate object on Carrick's holy symbol. What's the that maybe range of locate object? Alright, well it's 100 yards. Total? Yes. It lasts for 8 hours though, so if he moves closer to it, it will start kicking in. 8 does hours? Not last, it does not last for 8 hours. Uh, am I looking at the wrong... No, it says locate object, duration 8 hours. Maybe yours is 8 hours, mine isn't. Okay, so I have like the better locate object. Yeah, mine's only 5 rounds. Okay. <laughs> but if he, if he moves in range in those 5 minutes, it will kick in. And it's... What's the range on it? 100 yards. But, it, all right, so, Neil, if it's not in the immediate 100 yards, I'm going to walk towards where the camp is. Hold on, that's got to be a typo. Eight hours? Eight hours with a range of 60 yards plus 10 yards per level. I've got, that might, that has got it's to from be a the typo on player's handbook. I will check. It's, I'll check the I, I'm board. I'm checking it right now, but, oh my god, that's fantastic. Pre-spells, it is the cleric version of it. Duration is eight now. hours. Yep, duration is eight hours. Damn. So I could literally just walk into town, cast it, and um It's much better you doing this than me then. <laughs> Going yeah. forward. Hmm. Okay. I feel like you're gonna have to steal it, Malachi. <laughs> well, that's what I'm gonna do if I can find it. Um so yeah. you're looking for his holy symbol. Yeah. Yep. And where do you start? Well, I start in the center of town. Near the keep? Or is that near the keep is what I'm asking? Is, is his head in the center of town? Uh, his head is in the town square in the center of town, which is very close to the keep. 
Okay. I will start there, right? And if I don't see it, then I want to walk to where the military camp is. Uh, the camp is outside of town. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I assume a hundred yards is bigger than hundred yards radius is bigger than the town itself, right? Right. So no, it's uh, not... no, it's not. All oh, right. No, yeah, it's not, is it? No. Well, so I'll... the size of a football field. So I'll start with the keep then, and just try and as efficiently use my time as possible circling around the town. Uh, you do on your second round pick up the presence of the holy symbol from within the keep. Ah, okay. Then I shall go to the keep and try and... Is the keep rubble? No, no. There is a nice stone wall around the keep. The keep is kind of in the center of town, very similar to how um, in Shirebrook the keep is in the center of town, except this time the town surrounds the keep on all sides rather than on three sides, uh, two sides. Um, is the uh, is the gate open? The gate is closed, and there are armed guards, three armed guards standing out front of it. Hmm. Well, uh, I mean, I'll wait for a little bit. I mean, eventually someone's going to open the door and walk through it. You wait long enough. Um, why don't you yep. give me a... Because these guards are pretty good. You know, these aren't your average guards watching the gate on an average day. This is, we've just taken this city from known spellcasters, so we're being careful. So give me a dex check if you want to slip past the... Uh, through the doors, and if you roll um, natural 18, 19, or 20, uh, you get caught. Uh, if it seems like they're particularly on edge, I'm not going to risk it. Okay. I'm not going to try and sneak in, because then the keep, the keep door could be locked. It could be locked in a chest. I feel like we should come back tomorrow. I check at the scimitar. I'm, I'm not asked about the. I'm not asked about the holy symbol. So I'll, I'll confirm that the holy symbol's there. I'll see that the guards are on the gate, and I'll I'll leave. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, you can meet up with Van Helsing and Darf back in the the shitty little village. Yes. Okay. All right. We meet up with them. Well, Van, looks like uh, the battle's already we, won. We head to the barn, obviously. Right. Carrick's heads in the middle of town. So he is dead. He is dead. Did you find the scimitar? Well, I couldn't re- couldn't remember what it looked like, but uh, his holy <laughs> symbol is still in the keep. So maybe the scimitar is with that. Maybe Carrick hit it somewhere before All right. going out to meet his end. But, um, I, yeah, I, I will describe the um, the scimitar to Malachi. So I, I do describe want describe it to me. I, so you said one detail. One detail you did mention was that there were like it was like a seashell handle. You mentioned it was not like a normal handle. You specifically mentioned like a seashell handle. No. You, I swear to God that was, that happened. I am looking at the description right now. It is not a seashell handle. I swear that was what you said. Nope. Well, so do we not know what it looks like? Um, Apparently. Can you, can you remember any other details, Van? Uh, oh God, this is awful. We came all the way out here. We just got to be like, fuck, I don't remember what it looks like. And go. <laughs> uh, off-color blade. Off-color like blade. A, like all, most magic weapons have an off-color blade. That's... This guy. Red. Fucking no, guessing. Was... You're just like throwing words out there, man. We don't know, now. All right. That's all right. clearly... Hold on. Because I no, gave sorry. a description of... Are you guys reading chat? Hold on. Hold on. No, no, I'm no. not. No. 
It's fine. I'm gonna go back anyway. I'm, I'm gonna go back anyway. I mean, it kind of makes sense. You saw this the scimitar okay, once, uh, once upon yeah. a time for a very short period of time, and that was like two months ago. So, not yeah. having an accurate just, mental image of it makes sense. I mean. It, it still seems like we should have some sort of recourse for this because, like, bear in mind that we as players only got to hear a description of it at one point, whereas the characters actually saw it. And Van would have seen that and been like, I want that scimitar. But again, uh, let's I feel read like he would probably, the locate object for, spell here, all right? Um, I'm pretty sure people have a better memory for what they see than what they hear, is what I'm saying here. Maybe. Uh, and that is that is a good argument to make, but I want to read a passage from this spell yeah, to, to make my point. I do accurate mental image. Yeah. Checking right now. Like two eighty three was the page number. Uh, locate object. Yes, attempting to find a specific item does require an accurate mental image. Yeah. But I would I, I would argue that I should have some sort of role to see if I do remember that image. Because I, I I feel like Van Helsing would have a better memory for what he's seen than that one thing that I heard. Well that's that's what I'm saying here is if if you can remember one detail, then Van Helsing has a full mental image, oh, not remembering um, just that. I can detail. cast a spell tomorrow too to help with that. It's, um, I don't think I don't think we know about. It. I think Neil. No, I, I have I have a spell called Idea, Neil. It's a second level spell. Simulates the priest's mind to experience a flash of insight. In game terms, the DM reminds the players or the priest player of a fact or event that has been forgotten, overlooked. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Look at that. You can't even argue with that, Neil. That's yeah, actually... that sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that sounds pretty good. But I, I hope you guys understand the point that I'm trying to make here is that you guys saw one person with the scimitar once for like maybe 10 minutes a couple of months ago. So for your characters yeah. to not have an accurate mental image of something you saw for five minutes, not even like okay. the center of your attention, but saw someone I, having over there. You gotta, I could understand. Like, <laughs> like, I can't even remember what my wife wore around the house yesterday. Like... That's, you know, I, I think that's fair. I do I, think I, that there would be some sort of recourse considering Van, like I specifically mentioned as a player, like Van wants that scimitar as soon as you described it to me. But I, w I would argue that regardless, the idea spell should remind me of its image. Yeah, I think the idea spell will probably help you out here. Okay, so I guess we're going to have to stay in the barn for the night and wait till tomorrow. Yeah. Well... I just want to look up the spell idea. Da, 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 da. Game turns the DM reminds the player of a fact. I mean, really, that, this is what that spell's made for. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is perfect. <laughs> it says, like, you shouldn't give information that would unbalance the campaign, but I would say, like, remembering the description of an item is a fairly. I think that's a perfect use of that spell. spell. It's like, wait, I, God, what would that thing look like? Ah, I'm going to cast idea yeah. and remember what that looked like. It's perfect use of that spell. Okay. So I will we'll sleep for the night. I'll wake up in the morning and memorize that and cast it um, to remember okay. what the blade looks like. Uh, you can buy food in the village so you don't have to spend rations today. Okay. Uh, and we'll just skip another day. Here's my calendar. Yep. I'll get you on the right calendar. I'm going to um, go and grab some new spells. Oh, Malachi. Today you do learn Glitter Dust. Oh, sick. Uh, the next day... Wednesday the 6th is a hot day. It is in the mid-90s all day long. So, Neil, when I first wake up, I want to cast Invis on myself. Uh, just so you know, it's about 34 Celsius. 
all day. Okay. Jesus. Um, okay. So I take idea. So when we wake up, I'm going to memorize idea and, um, and locate object. And I can memorize both those, cast them, and then have enough time to memorize new spells. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast idea and remember the description of the blade. You said within one hour, and it's a little under an hour to yep, memorize those. Yep. So I, I want to remind myself the description of the scimitar. Okay. Or the, the mental image of it. Got it. What, uh, can you describe it to me as a player really fast? Yes. Uh, let's, let me find the page. It has an orange-tinted mithril blade with the phases of the moon engraved oh. on both sides, going from full to new. Its pommel is the remains of a shooting star, and its cross guard is a downward crescent. Stop. The mithril used blah 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 blah. It doesn't matter. Can you just send uh, it to me in text really fast? Because I couldn't I couldn't take notes on that fast enough. Sure. I was gonna say orange blade, man. In my head, I was I was imagining an orange blade. I, I, I thought it was no red, so no I'm way. I'm wrong too. Damn. I think this goes to show how bad the human memory is, though. Yeah. Uh, so I cast that, and then I want to cast Locate Object with that in mind, and I also want to describe the blade in detail to Malachi. Can he give me the stick? The Locate Object stick? Is it the stick that's magic? No, no, it's the spell that's magic. The stick yeah. is needed, but... Okay. You know. So I, I cast it on myself because it lasts eight hours, but I also want to give him an accurate mental description because I think he's going to have to be the one to go in and get it, and I want him to be able to cast it once he gets into the keep. While we get it together. Uh, I might not be able to get in, bearing in mind that I'm okay. armored, but I can at least tell you where it is, because I have eight hours, and it's 120-yard range for me. So All my right. locate object spell is better than his. I shall invis both of us, then. Okay. Um, right. Darf goes, well, what am I supposed to do? You know what? Chill out here for the day, Darf. You can drink all you want, and I kind of uh, give him a few silver. Ah, a good warrior never gets too drunk to defend himself. I look understand. After my, look after my dog stuff. I'm dog sitting. You the can great adventurer Darf is dog sitting. <laughs> you know, I, sometimes I, I feel mouth. like you guys don't appreciate me. I can fight. Let me we in on the action, fight. guys. That's, we specifically are trying not to fight here, Darf. <sighs> That's why we're doing this. You want to fight a whole army, Darf? <sighs> no. I, I, I understand that you want to be put in on the action here, but we're we're specifically trying to end this quietly, peacefully, and with all right, nobody. All right, all right, all right, okay. all right. So I, I cast both those spells and take my other spells and um Wait, Darf, do you have any rope? I think he did have rope now. You said he had rope. Uh so. he might have had rope when he first showed up, but when he was put on that boat he didn't have crap. Is there any rope in the barn? Yes, but that's theft. Yes. I shall okay. thief the ropes. The rope. I I'll just say I'll I'll just We'll give it back, man. We're just borrowing it. Okay, okay. I will, I'll pay the farmer if he looks like he noticed. I'll be like, we're going to bring it back, but I'll give this to you for the rental. I apologize. And I'll give him a few more silver for that rope. That's very good of you. Yeah. Better than some people out there. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard having morals in D&D. It's hard to play that character. It is. I'm just making sure that I've got all the spells I want. Um, How far is the walk to the cape now? From the village? Yeah. Like three or four miles. Okay. That should be good. I can't walk to the keep and still learn new spells, can I? Nope. We okay. can memorize them in the morning, though. Oh, you're trying to learn new ones. That's right. I'm just thinking, because I'm going to need levitate to get in and out of the keep. 
Right. Which means I can't take knock. Uh, here are my spells for the day. Hopefully I don't need most of these. So I have locate object on, and we're heading back to town. I, I'm, I make sure Malachi has another casting of locate object available for himself. No, I can't. I, I'm going to use detect magic and stuff. Okay. Which should show up because Mithril is specifically mentioned to be a magical material in my spell list. It is. Said it's magical. So if it's not magical, then why are we even? Yeah. Why am I even sneaking into this place for it? <laughs> All right, do your thing. All, All right, right, that's my spells. Right. So I we walk the town. I cast invis on both of us, and then we walk to the town. Yeah. All right, you guys are invisible, and you enter town. Yeah, so I'm going to walk not into the keep, but toward the keep, and I have 120-yard range on my locate object, and I want to see if I locate the scimitar. You have an accurate mental image of it. Um, so locate object will detect it and tell me if I'm looking in the right when, direction when as long as I'm within 120 objects? yards. Huh? When do you cast locate object? When I woke up in the morning. It lasts for eight hours. Okay. Yeah. All right, um... And it's uh, in the path directly in front of you. So looking at the keep, it looks like it's in the keep? Uh, No, no, I'm just trying to remember how a locate object works. It works by covering whatever path Uh, is before you. Yeah, let me make sure it's the same for me as it is for him. Yeah. When he is facing in the direction of the object to be located, so I'll know when I'm facing its direction. And it will have to be within 120 yards of that direction. Sure. Um, So you arrive at the keep. You're both invisible. You get as close to you can, which means walking up the little uh, ramp that leads to the gates, which are still shut with three guards on it. Two down in front, one up on the wall. Um, and your locate object goes off, and you get this like tingling sensation that just draws you towards the keep. Okay. Can you circle around, Van, and try and find out, make sure that it's in the keep? Uh, yeah, so we'll we'll go around the keep and make sure it's actually inside. Like, I'm constantly being pulled toward looking at the keep if we go to the other side. And um, also, I want to use that time to see if I can locate a specific area of the keep. Like, if it's pulling me... Because if we, if we change directions, I'll also be, like, where the spell will go off, and I'll know where I'm looking in the right direction will change as well. I want to see if I can use that to sort of triangulate its position. I just broke something. <laughs> I might have just temporarily broken your spell list, Malachi. Uh, trying oh. to fix something else about it. That's uh, alright. I have my own list. Cool. Yeah. Can you repeat what you said, Van? Oh, uh, yeah. So we're going to go around the keep to make sure it's A, in the keep. But right. also, while we're going around, I want to like try and triangulate its position because I'll get, I'll know what direction it is from different <laughs> directions. I want to use that to try and locate what spot of the keep it's in. <clears throat> Easy peasy. Um, so you get, you, you're sure it's in the keep, and you can't get an exact room, of course, because you don't know what the yeah. keep looks like on the inside um, very much. But you do. Do I know if it's up or down? I think you just know in front of you. Okay. Um, but it seems to be on one of the corners of the keep. One of the corners. Okay. What do we call it? The the northern corner. Because the keep's not at a, it's like at a forty-five degree angle off the the north, south, east, west, whatever that's called. Cardinal directions. Okay. 
Are you sure it wouldn't notice, um, like, Y direction? I, I feel like it would probably know up or down. I'm not sure about that. For that DC, I guess, in three dimensions. Because um, it only gives you forward. It doesn't give a distance forward. It just says in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, but it's... A, so, like, I feel like if you were... Say something was, like, a foot in front of you, but 200 feet up. Would would looking like directly ahead of you tell you that it's in front of you, or would looking up start giving you that tingling sensation? No, I think looking directly in front of you would get it. And I think if you were okay. doing that, you might walk forward, 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 and then all of a sudden it's not in front of you. And you turn around okay. and it's in front of you. And you're like, what the hell? It's not here. And then you'd have right. to start thinking up or down. Can I point out the corner that I'm getting the sense that it's from? Yeah, the northern corner. Easy, okay. easy spot. All right. I point out where it is to Malachi. And I say, Malachi, I think you're gonna have to be the one to go in there. Leave it with me. I can't say. Mm-hmm. All right, leave it with me. Sure. All right, Neil, I'm going to circle around the wall mm-hmm. to a bit where there's no guards. Sure. Yeah, and then I'll cast Levitate on myself. Okay, does that break your invis? Uh, I don't think so, because it's not an attack, right? Yeah. If it is, if it, it is going to, then I won't do it, but I don't think it should. Um, right, because invis only breaks if From you attacks. cast attack spells. If I was casting it on someone else, I'd say that's probably okay. You could say it breaks in biz, but... Because then I'd be making someone yeah. take a saving throw. Do you have a second casting of it? Yes, <laughs> but like, okay. I haven't got knock. So if it's oh, in shit. a locked chest, I can't get it out. Uh, at least we'll know fairly well where it likely is. I might just try and take the chest with me, though, if, it, if it's in a chest. <laughs> <laughs> just levitate back over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I thought we were going to have to like kill Carrick when we came here, but I'm okay with this turn of events where it's like he's been killed, but now we're infiltrating the castle. Stealing his loot. Yep. Priest spells, bless, chant, and prayer are not attacks for this purpose. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm satisfied. I will probably continue to do this every single time you cast a, a spell while invisible. Okay, that so I cast memory. Levitate, and I go up over the wall and... You know, vault myself over. Um, so levitate allows you to go up and down, but not side to side. He yeah, can pull so himself right. along things, right, right. though. So yeah. you can pull up and then, like, slide over and then push yourself down and or levitate down and walk. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at that as I'm sort of, like, floating over the wall until I lose my forward momentum from our resistance. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the windows on the keep. Are they just wooden shutters? Um... No, the keep actually gets has glass because they're wealthy enough to afford it. Oh, shit. Does it look like it opens? Some of them definitely open. Uh, there are okay. some whole, There are some that are actually just like arrow slits in the keep, which are too small for you to fit in. Um, and there are some glass that ones that are shut and look like they don't open, and some that look like they do open. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try and look for one that it will open now. Mm-hmm. I'll float up the side of the keep. Um, so you find the corner. It's just a, yeah. a square corner. It's not a. There's no turret on it. And you float up, try one set of windows, they don't open. Float up, try another set of windows, doesn't open. Uh, what's the duration of levitation? One turn per level. So oh, 50 okay. minutes. So, yeah, you yeah. got tons of time. You're totally good. <laughs> what a way to die that would be. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, you float to the third floor, and the windows here are also locked. We're going to go around. Alright, so you just kind of like pull yourself along the keep, uh, looking for windows. 
You find Does some it look like there's anyone in the keep? Oh, yeah. Some windows you have to skip by to avoid not, you know, opening windows into someone's room where there's people existing. Uh, but eventually... Who's living there, though? You see soldiers mostly uh, living in here. Looks like officers yeah. and a couple of grunts. Okay, uh, and eventually. Feeling a bit nervous about this now. I didn't think there was going to be anyone in here. Nope. Yeah. Uh, eventually we'll you find a set of windows that are open already um, on just along a, a walkway along the edge of the, uh, one of the walls. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can pull yourself in the keep. Yes. All right, I do oh so. Oh, my God. I made a mistake. I should have taken telepathy. Oh, that would have been cool. All right, Neil, and then I'm going to... Uh, what I will do is, right, if there's, if there's ever, like, a hallway that I need to go down where there's a guard patrolling the hall, I've got time, right? I'm just going to wait for him to go somewhere else before I... I'm not going to try and sneak past anyone unless you tell me if I need to, but I'm just not going to try and walk past anyone. Okay. So you find your way through the key. Oh, wait, I- I'm levitating, so there's no footprints. No foot. No foot. Uh, uh, how do you wall. move forward then? Well, if I had to, I could go along the wall, but I'll walk for now. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> this isn't the first uh, sneaky, sneaky mission I've done in this keep. Alright, so you're pulling yourself along, or walking along. You find that northern corner of the keep, eventually. Alright, then I will, here, at this point, cast Detect Magic. Okay. Uh, you cast Detect Magic. What is the range of Detect Magic? I think it's or pretty... Area of effect, I should say. It's like, a, it's like a beam in front of you, isn't it, for quite a while. Uh, oh, it's only 10 by 60 feet. How high is the keep? Three stories, so 30 feet. 30, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I just cast it from up here and look down. 60 feet and a 10, it's 10 by 60. A stone wall of one foot or more thickness. So before you cast it, you should know that this, these walls will block detect magic because they're all at least a foot thick. Okay, but the um, doors aren't. Correct. The doors aren't, but the walls and floors are. Uh, Would the floors be a foot thick? Yeah, I feel like you'd probably want like lighter weight floors because otherwise that could collapse really easily. If you have like foot thick stone floors, maybe. But just as like a principle of design to simplify all my things, I just have everything. Okay. That's all right. Okay, everywhere. that's if fair. I get, if I get, so I'm, are we saying that there's one room in each of these corners? Then there's three floors. So I'm not sure which room it's in. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Uh, so can I, if I cast a set magic, can I check this first room by sort of looking through the door, so to speak? Probably, yeah. All right, so I'll I'll do that. Is it in this room? You're on the second floor right now, which is the the middle floor, and we have a a pawn difference with that. Um. Then okay, fine. Yeah, whatever. I'll cast it. I'll cast it here. Um, you do not detect the presence of any magic behind that door. Then I'm going to start going up the stairs to the third floor. Okay. And the duration of detect magic is... Ten minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay, you'll be fine. You can get all three floors. Um, it is on the ground floor Mm -hmm, that you detect the, a, a magical 
aura. Um, and you All don't right. detect just one magic aura, you detect a few. Oh yeah, here we go. Alright. <laughs> I was hoping this might happen. Um, the it only problem is that there is a guard on this door. <laughs> uh, his yeah. back is to the door, and he's kind of leaning against it. He is wearing a breastplate of uh, uh, brass with chainmail underneath it. Um, and he carries a shield that's kind of resting on the floor right now and a long sword and a, he's got a big helmet on with a, what do you call it, a horse hair up the top of it. The front door to the keep, is it near here? Not very close. Relatively, though. Can I go and, can I go and check on it? Um, your detect magic spell will wear off by the time you get back. Sure, but I know where it is, right? Sure. Yeah, you can go check the front of the keep. Okay. Is that door open? Are people coming in and out of it? Um, the door is currently shut. Um, and no one is entering or exiting at this moment in time. I'll wait for a bit. Half an hour. Yeah. Eventually, you see someone entering the door. Is it locked behind it? No. Uh, no, it is not locked. But there is a guard on the inside, and when you when it opens, you see there's a guard on the outside as well. Okay. Then, I guess I'm just gonna wait for this guy to move, maybe. The guy at the door by, by yes, behind the, which are the, the magic signatures? Yes. Okay. And how are, I'm going to take notes of how often other people come down this corridor. Sure. Um, the corridor is lightly traveled, so every 10 to 20 minutes, someone is walking down it or a group of people are walking down it, but it's mostly abandoned. Uh, the guard is on the door. Um, how long are you waiting, did we say? Two hours. Okay. So two hours pass, your levitation's worn off, your detect magic's worn off, you just got the invisibility running, and yeah. it is still just the guard and the occasional passers-by. <sighs> I need... I need more level two spells to make this work. <laughs> Can I find a room to sleep in for eight hours? Probably not. <laughs> Although, if I had if I had wizard lock, I probably could. I think then invisibility is twenty four hours, right? Yep. How long? I've only been here for what two hours. Um, it took a couple hours to walk to town, and then you've been here for two hours in here. So let's say you, you've been invisible for three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Does this door have a lock on it? Can I tell? It looks like it does lock. Uh, since we're looking at the possibility of him being here all day, Van Helsing would, like, wait outside, and if there's, like, commotion, he would get ready to maybe do something in case he needs to save Malachi. But if it's evening and he hasn't seen him, he's just going to go back to the village, because how are they going to find each other invisible? Right, right. Do I remember if this room had a window? It does have a window, uh, but it was one of the windows that do not open. It's not ideal, is it, Neil? No. I should also mention that 
Um, the window's made up of lots of small panes of glass with iron between them, so even if you did manage to break one of the panes of glass, it's not big enough to pull yourself through. Yes, okay. A, a well-chosen room to hide store magic items in. Really only one entrance in or out. Unless you can make yourself really small and break a window. Um... I will... I'll wait for a few more hours, and then I'll uh, I'll try and leave. I'll find a, a, win a room that's unused, I'll open the window, I'll cast Levitate, I'll float back out over the wall. And sure. If you have another casting village. of Levitation, you can get out without any problem. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, and I think we'll just meet you guys back up at the barn that evening. Sure. Yes. Okay. Um, Malachi, did you find it? Yes. Who the, who's it's there? Been... It's us, Darf. Don't worry. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me. I cancel the spell. Yeah. Oh. It's in... It's in a room in a chest, I assume, with a bunch of other magical items. There's a guard on the door. The door's locked. Mm. Guard didn't seem to move. So you can't get past the door? I could disable the guard, unlock the door, go in, you recast, can do that. Recast invisibility, but then I'd have no way out. Well, could you levitate in and out again like you did the first time? I'd need to take, I only have enough knowledge to take two spells of that level. Neil, what are the walls made out of around the keep? Stone. Uh, the keep is stone. The walls outside of the keep are also stone. Awesome. That's perfect. You know, Malachi, this might be time for uh, me to step in here. Neil, I want to I I ask, ask you about a spell called Meld into Stone. That's what I thought you were going to do. So it oh, mentions, yeah. can I like step out and back into stone during the duration? Because it lasts for D8 or 8 plus D8 minutes, right? And it mentions that um, like it's kind of weird. I don't know if you can like step into and out of stone at will during the duration. It seems like you can, but it's kind of unclear. Let's read this. Yeah. Um... But I can take multiple castings of that, so... So you think that's going to let you walk through the wall? Yeah, I can walk through walls. I can step into into stone, I can meld into it, and then step out whenever I want. So if we found, if you pointed out the correct room to me, we could yeah. just take it. You might only even need one levitate if you can do it quick. Yeah, like you could do... Even if not, I could just cast it again and meld out through the wall. No, yeah, the, the wall is stone as well. Yeah. If I have to cast it multiple times, that is doable. It's, it's whether it can you actually walk in on one side and walk out the other side. I don't think yes. so. While in it stone, so. the priest remains in contact, however tenuous, with the face of the stone through which he melded. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. So I, I think you merge into the stone, and then you're kind of just like stuck on the face that you melded into oh, and yeah, then it says you, you step have to back out. Step out through the stone surface he entered. So we have to go through hmm so well there's other things I think we can do here then mm. but that was really close uh, I could have done it. That would have been great but of course I, I was wondering if that was that seems like a higher level than third level spell to like walk through walls 
I might have other things that'll help here. Yeah. Wraith form does that sort of thing, and it's third level, but you still need like a crack to go through. Hmm. You could Malachi, if you can get us walls. both into the keep, if you can get us both into the keep again, we could, um, I have a spell I could cast to, uh, to warp the door. I can get through the, the door, but to, to get us both into the keep, I wouldn't be able to get us out. If we did it in under an hour, we could just levitate in, couldn't we? How much do you weigh, Van? Uh, well, if I if I don't go without my armor, which was the plan, because I don't want to make any noise, uh, I would be, I think, 180 pounds. So I can, if you hold on to my legs, I can levitate us both in with one spell. I might be 200. Let me check. It doesn't matter. I can levitate 500. I'm 200. So okay. we, could both, we could both get in with one levitate spell. Okay. I right. think because you know what room it's in, so we could go in and be out within 50 minutes, no problem. But if I sleep the guard, then I become visible. That's true. So you'd have to cast another visibility. So I sleep the guard, I unlock the door, and then I'm going to have to cast Invis again on myself. And then we can levitate back out. But as long as we do it in under 50 minutes, then the levitate will be fine. It will only work, right, if we can find somewhere to sleep. Why? That, that's near the... Because I... I have to be able to have invis once and levitate once and knock, you can levitate one, a... and, and knock unless you can deal with the door. I can warp wood on the door. Uh, Neil, warp wood would basically be the locked door, right? I feel like that's pretty basic understanding of the spell. I think so. Bend and warp permanently destroying its straightness and form and strength. It's going to make a loud noise though. I don't think warping it would... It, we, would it we would have to kick it in? Think about it like... um. Like a, a tree branch that's bending in the wind, like a big thick one. It would go. Argh. It would make noise if you warped an entire. Was that guard the only guard nearby? Yes, it was just the one guard on the door. Okay, so we could do that tomorrow. You could sleep him. I could warp the wood on the door. Oh, but make sure that the you can affect enough wood. It affects approximately a 15-inch shaft of wood up to one inch diameter per level of the caster. I don't think that's enough to warp oh, the yeah. entire door. It would be enough to warp uh, the wood along its hinges. Yes, you could probably... Um, I don't know if you could do a part of a larger piece of wood, though. He might have the key on him, though. He might that's, not, though. He might not. Um, let's see if there's another way we can get in. I'm sure there is. I've got a lot of spells here. Oh, I can soften earth and stone. What does that do? Uh, all natural undressed earth or stone in the area of effect is softened. Wet earth becomes thick mud. Dry earth becomes loose sand or dirt. Stone becomes soft clay, easily molded or chopped. Oh, shit. So we could just, like, dig through it if we softened the stone. That might look a little bit suspicious, but... Were there guards all along the walls, Neil? I would have seen that from outside. Um, the outer wall had people patrolling on it in... Um, a single people, like so, there were two people patrolling along the edge of the wall, and then there okay. were the three people on the gate, two in front, one on top, and then actually two inside. Uh, Malachi would have seen, so actually five people on the gate, two inside, two outside, one on the wall. So he was he was in the back of the keep, right? For uh, the why don't yeah, we draw? Why don't we make some drawings here? That okay. sounds like fun. Let's this makes it. I, I can't use a level three slot to memorize a level two spell. Um, we tend to, I tend to allow that in two-point Neil, but since we're doing base rules... Uh, Are we no. sure it's not in the base rules, though? I'm positive it's not in the base rules. 
Okay, fine then. Is it is it not in the base rules or not allowed in the base rules? Because I feel not like that would maybe in the base be... rules. I feel like that might be legit though. Like taking a weaker spell in place of a stronger one. Because if you can memorize a third level spell in that slot, I feel like a first level spell makes sense. Which is why I typically rule that's an acceptable thing. Yeah. I mean, I know we're playing base rules mostly, but we have house ruled a few things in on the basis of them making sense. Mm-hmm. Like we did the uh, the monthly costs and all that stuff. That's your call, Neil. Because if I can do that, then we can get the knock and the invis and the levitate. Oh. Um, I'm looking for other options right now, too. The oh, part wait. of being a DM that's really frustrating when I'm like, ooh, I think this spell might work, or oh, I've got an idea about this thing, and I don't want to tell the players, <laughs> but I want to, I want to beat my own puzzles. <laughs> oh damn, that's... you didn't know how to... we we've done we've achieved nothing this episode if we don't steal these items. Yeah, we we have to get these items. Like we've come too far. We can't just like walk away at the end of a session. That'd be so disappointing. Okay, so here is our rough, rough, not to scale sketch of the keep. Um, okay. So this is on the the cardinal directions. The, mm-hmm. the the two lines are the front door of the keep. Right. The blocked out tower on the north side is the where, where the, the thing is. Where the magic is. Right. Okay. So so it's on the front side. Yeah, it's on the front side. Okay. So we wouldn't be able to like dig through without alerting people. So in that case. Right. Because uh, people what will it... walk and patrol the walls, and it's pretty obvious and regular because they they walk in a circle around the wall. Mm-hmm. What it's about here, though, Neil? Coming. What about the room next door to it? Could we go into this room ah. and then dig through that wall? Ah, that's very clever. You'd have to get work. in that room and see what's what? in it. But Let was me... there a room there? Yeah, yeah, of course. Let me at least say that I do I do feel like... What are we saying on the third level... Or second level spell on a third level slot? Because I feel like that should be legit. I feel like we should probably make a ruling on that. That's true. We need to make a ruling on that right now. Well, because that kind of changes our plan. And then we can go to break from there. It's so far, yeah, so far we've been using base rules as written, and all we've done is add in extra spells. Right? We that also was... changed a few things. What, what did we, we changed change? monthly cost. We, um, okay. I know we changed something else. We added in encumbrance, even though that's an optional rule, because encumbrance right. just makes sense. Right, okay, so that's right. I, I feel like there's a few changes in there that just, like, make sense for the system well see that's that's the slippery slope that we get set on here because there's a lot of things that just make sense but then we kind of just transition into a 2e variant so if we want to if we want to slip away from the rules as written everything totally vanilla we might want to make that decision as a party, and I think that's something that we probably will do eventually because, like, pure rules as written is kind of janky. Yeah. I, I do feel like it's nice having the rules, like, we gradually change the rules as we go through because that's what we've been doing up until this point. We're going to run some problems, though. For example, Neil, this, since this affects me about being able to cast level three spells, I feel like you might want to say that I should have a limit to how many spells per level I can learn. In which case, if we add that rule in later on, what does that mean? Do I just lose the spells that are above that number? Or yes, seems weird that I would be able to have cast them at one point and then not at another point. I'm happy to keep this. To, I mean, you've said before that I can't do it, so uh, I'm happy. To, let's keep it like this for now. 
maybe when we come to like an end of season two, when we start the next one, we will readjust the rule set. Kind of like we readjusted oh. for spells this rule set. Uh, this, this okay, season. hold on. I never mind. I have a I have another third level spell nailed that will work just as well. Which one? By means of the spell, the caster can form an existing piece of stone into any shape that suits his purposes. So I can just touch yeah. the wall right outside the garden thing and turn it uh. into a stone arch. Yes, you can, but, but its duration so it. is permanent. So it will yeah. forever be... But I can cast it twice and turn it back into a stone wall as <laughs> soon as we leave. Oh, shit. Look at that. Right, let's do it then. There we go. All right, so we'll take two... I'll take three of those, actually. You can just go in on your own, do you think? You I think we should go in... That. No, no, because we need to take out the guard. No, because you just go in from the outside. No, because they're going to see that as soon as I go in. There's They'll no window as... There's no window in no, the door. No, if I, if I do it from the outside, the guards on the outside will see me open up the wall. Because there's guards outside. We have to go inside, and I think we should go in together, but that's fine. Okay. All right. You want to still go from the inside? Fine. Well, yeah. Let's take a break, and when we All come right. back from our break, we will do this sneaking into the castle right. to steal magic items away from cool. their rightful owners. Uh, rightful is, you know, a very relative term. Finders but, keepers, man. Yeah, like if you can take it, like I, I am chaotic. I'm neutral good. My so deity by, is chaotic good. By so does your the law rationale, of really mean anything to me. So by your rationale, I could steal almost anything out of a museum and it'd be okay. Here, don't, okay, here's, don't let him get you. Here's, here's my argument though, Neil. They killed the, the people who own this and then stole it from them. I'm just stealing it back. It's already stolen goods. But isn't that the same story for most museum artifacts? Someone a long time ago killed someone to take it and it's just been stolen countless times since then? Ethics is a really murky dilemma. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys in a few minutes. Bye-bye, everyone. That's funny. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. So the plans have been worked out in excruciating detail. Yeah. Not yeah. accounting for any variation in the story. It's fine. No, because there is variation in the story. I have some backup plans. Good, good, good. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Um, what do you guys do? You wait another day, right? It is. Yeah, and then we're going to wake up. All right, so Darf is still hanging out and getting drunk in town. Not yeah. quite drunk. Um, this next day, the heat breaks again. And it's, you know, the early July, so it's still hot out, but it's not sweltering heat. You know, you're not okay. dripping with sweat every step you take. So I'm going to cast Locate Object again and then take my spells for the day. Okay. And you're doing this back in the village three miles out of town? Yes. Okay. Last for eight hours. Right. Um, I'll go and put my spells in chat in a second here while I finalize them. But, um... Oh, I, I'm going to leave my my field plate with Darth, and I'm going to ask to borrow his studded leather. He exchanges them. Okay. <laughs> I bet he does. Uh, how? Yeah. What's your size? What? Uh, I'm 200 pounds, six feet tall. Let's see. It's probably a better fit on Van than it is on Darth. Probably. He might actually be pretty close to me, though. Yeah, I got a. I'm 16 strength, size. if that helps you, like, figure out the muscle build or anything. Uh, he's 6'3", 175 pounds. Okay, so he's too tall and not... I, I guess I did say Van was more wiry than buff. Mm -hmm. um, like, he's kind of a slender frame. So this guy is also fairly slender. Uh, but he's tall. a bit too tall for it. Yeah. 
which is probably not the biggest deal. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, you can feel free to wear it for the day. Uh, that's awkward. It doesn't really fit me. But I, I might try a little bit on here or there. Yeah. I guess this is what girls yeah. like to do when they play dress up, huh? <laughs> yes, okay. except our, our version is much cooler. Yeah, yeah. Armor is way cooler than silk. Yeah. Even though yeah, silk, silk feels really nice. But no, no, armor, armor. Yeah, armor, armor is where it's at. Silk feels very nice, especially like against your. It's so soft, but armor, armor is Right, where armor, it's at. armor, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, I gotta go drink some All right, beer. That's my, that's my spells. Yeah, I'm just finalizing my list and then I'll put it in chat. Um, I guess this is fine. Screw it. All right, finalized spell list. Let's go with the great caper. Here we go. Actually, wait, I want to drop withdraw. Hold on. That's what, I, I knew I was forgetting. I knew I was wanting to do that, and then I forgot about it because I was talking to Darf. Um, oh, God. Oh, I hear there's some good magic items in the annual. Mm-hmm. Um... Ooh, oh no, I don't need that because of unfailing premonition. Okay, so I'm going to... Yeah, so I'm going to cast... Or I'm going to drop withdraw and instead take... Should I take that? I don't... Th that doesn't make any sense. They wouldn't set that up within a couple of days. I think that, yeah, that would totally be a moment where you call TMX. Alright, so I take trip instead of withdraw. Alright, let's go. To our death. Wait, we, yeah, we tie we tie the rope around our waists while we're invisible, so that we're not going to like get separated from each other. Okay, so I wait like ten-ish feet of slack between us. I wake up, I cast invis, invis, and then I relearn levitate on another invis, and then we head off. Okay, it's morning. You guys are both I cast invisible. locate object, so I, I will know where it is in the room. Okay, um, let's start with you guys outside. You are outside of the gate, uh, a keep. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we're going to levitate over the wall. Right. Yes. You can cast two levitates, right? No, I cast one, one and then he's going to levitate my legs. Yeah. Okay. So we, we just check the. I've said that it's 100 pounds per level. I'm pretty sure I, I checked it last time, but I'm just right. going right. to. It is 100 pounds per level. Yeah. Okay. So the two okay. of you levitate up and over the wall. Yeah. Yes. Um, you're, there's nothing holding you guys together, right? You're just by touch. No, we have, we're tied. We we're tied. Yeah, we have a rope tied to us. It's about ten feet between us. Okay. Uh, I'm ready to cut it if if need be. I have my okay. scimitar on me. All right. Uh, and you're in studded leather. Studded leather instead of my normal armor. I am not encumbered. All right. So you're okay. over the. You're up on top of the wall. You see a guard way down there. He's gonna take a few minutes to get to you. Um, yeah. But you can we cross down. over. All right. Over and down. You're in the this little space now between. Oops! Oh God! I take you a are look now up. here. I take a look up at the windows that I traversed yesterday. See if I can see the one that's open. Right, that window is over here. So it's open again. Um, it is closed today. So I'm gonna. Yeah, we're gonna. I lead the way, looking for another open window. Uh, you make your way around the keep. Uh, eventually, on the back side, you find an open window. That's safe to go through. So far, it looks safe. Okay, yeah. Go yeah. through. Okay. Check. 
out, out the door, lock down the corridor. So Vance holding onto your legs while you're levitating. I'm, I'm probably like holding on, like I'm probably bear hugging him while he does it. So we're at the same height. Okay. He doesn't even need to because of the rope. Oh, that's true. He would be able to levitate me up. So my question is, how do you get inside when... He would have like full control of his arms and legs so he could literally just pull us through. Okay. Like we could both move our legs up and they just pull us through and we float through the window. Okay. Mm-hmm. That would still be a problem. All right. Yeah. Even if we like oh. bump the top or something, we'd hit stone. So it's not like it would be like, bang, it'd just be All right. quiet. You guys make your way in the keep. Yep. You're in together. You're in the back, uh, a back room. It looks like okay. a, a bedroom. It looks like someone's so, been living in here recently. So let's get out of here. Yeah. I checked the corridors. Is there anyone there? Yeah, there's some people walking down the hallway. A group of two officers. Okay, then we'll you should wait. Yeah. wait in the room, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Neil, I guess they... no time. No time? Really yeah, while we're waiting in the room. Okay. As long as I can do it like quietly enough that there's no way I'd be heard. If it's saying, if I have to be like loud enough that I might be heard from outside, then I won't do it. Um, Casting time is one me. round and duration yeah. is instantaneous. Yeah, so I I know the time to the current minute basically. Yes. And there's re- yeah. If it, if it would be really loud to cast it, I won't do it. But if I can do it fairly discreetly, um, then I'll when get the, cast you're it. inside this room with the door shut and there's no one directly on the other side of the door listening, you feel comfortable doing it. Okay, I cast no time. All right, so now what? With the door uh, I want shut. to know what the time is really fast. Wait, was the sh- was the door? Uh, let's say it's eight oh five. Eight oh five. All right. Was the door shut when we came in? Yes. And we opened it and saw there was people, and then closed it again. Or yes. Yeah. So we could try it again, I guess. Yeah. So we wait for them to walk past and then. Try yeah. So it again. we'll wait a minute or two and then do it again. All right. There's no one on the other side. All right. We head out. All right. You start making your way through the hallways. Mm-hmm. Actually, it, actually, I, w- I want to head back really fast. <laughs> I want to cast Unfailing Premonition. Go ahead and do it now. Or let me make sure the duration is as long as I think it is before I do so. Unfailing Premonition right here at the bottom. One turn plus two rounds per level, so 22 minutes for me. That's plenty of time. So I go ahead and cast Unfailing Premonition, and then we go. Okay. So if I, if I do any actions that will put me in an immediate position of danger, like if I would do something that would alert the guards immediately, my sixth sense for danger will kick in, and I will not take that action. Okay. In com- if, this- if we get into combat, there's a 25% chance I won't do anything, though. Right. If there's spiral staircases, we can just levitate down the middle. Uh, usually spiral staircase has like a, a stone pillar holding up the other side of the stairs. Okay. Okay. You guys well, make your way to back room. to the, the ground floor where that room is, and you come back to it. Looks like a the same guard from yesterday is on duty, leaning sure. against the door, watching the hallways. Okay, let's so wait. Sinking, for yeah, sinking my casting with Malachi's. I want to cast hold person while he casts sleep. Wait, we're not gonna wait for someone to walk past first. Or yeah, we'll wait for that. But well, we don't have to if I cast it because I'll know if somebody's gonna be walking by when we cast it. Because okay. I have unfailing premonition. So basically, if we start to start to do the chanting and I get a bad sense or a bad feeling, I'll be like, stop, and I'll stop them. Um, so you, where are you when you were casting Unfailing Premonition? We were in, the, we went uh, back to the room. Premonition, um, hold person in sleep. Down the hall, I guess, a pretty good distance. 
we want to we want to be far enough away for him to not hear it. Where's What's the door the to that next? Spells? That's what I'm checking. Where's the door to that next room, Neil? How far is that door from here? Uh, are you talking about the door that would be here? Yeah. The room that would be there. Yeah. So I'll draw him what I'm imagining, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, I, I could hold. No. Uh, I yeah, could yeah. hold him from the other end of a football field, so I don't think I'm in any bad state. Yeah, love, sleep's got good range. What I'm saying is, we'll stand by that. Uh, can I l listen in that door while we're waiting? Is there anyone in there? Uh, you listen in, and you do hear voices. Fuck. Okay. All right, well, never mind then. So yeah, we're going to sleep the guard and hold him at the same time as the goal here. And if there's somebody walking by, unfailing permission should kick in and get me to stop. I don't think we really need to use both, do we? I, I want to because I don't want him to fall down. Oh, wow. Look at that. All right, let's do it. And then we're going to immediately cast the... You're going to cast a stone spell. I'm going to walk through the archway into the door. Yes. Okay. Or should we check for a key first? We could do that. But basically, we, we cast our spells at the same time. Do they go off, or do I get a sense of, like, don't do no, it? They go off. He doesn't get right. a save against sleep, so he falls He does asleep. get a save against hold person. Uh, uh, which he passes with a natural okay. 20. Of course. Six hit dice. So he slides to the ground. Quietly. A, kind of a scrape and a thud. Okay. So we head over to the other side of the hall. I check him for a key. Does not have a key. So what do you mean the other side of the hall? Because uh, I assume we were on the other side when we cast it on him because we could be a good distance and still get it off so he wouldn't hear us casting. So if the castle is kind of like this, you've got a really awkward. You basically like have an inner a ring with rooms on the outside and then rooms on the inside. This is The scale right. is awful on this. So I figured you guys had come over the wall. I'm trying to find the Down ping. and over. Uh, how do I ping again? Uh, it's a... So I imagine we went down a spiral staircase in a corner, right? So I thought we were like on this end of the hall. Uh, you were on the first floor already. I, I, okay. I think of us as standing like right here, Neil. Like yeah. right by the guy. Okay, yeah. so where are you okay. casting your your spell? Stone shape. Yeah. Stone shape. So we're going to go ahead and cast it just like right next to the door, basically. So we get the wall next to the door. And we're basically going to make a second doorway next to the first one. I'm gonna turn the wall into an arch. Depends which corner the door's on now. The one that the corner that the door isn't on. Right. Well, as I said, bad. I mean, this room should probably actually be a, a flat line like that. Okay. So is there space next to the door? Um. It can be just a little arch that we can sneak through. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably enough space for you to like make an archway. Uh, do you yeah. have some soft clay to mold an archway? Uh, does it say you need that? I thought yeah, we only be, did... You need to bring some soft clay along. You could have found that the previous day. Yeah, I feel, I feel like I would have known if I need Wait. the... Because we don't typically do spell components. Only yeah, right. it's, it's listed in there as you need to meld. Um, sure. I probably could have done most of that on the way here, like just gotten all the clay ready. Sure. That's fine. And then so I, I put the clay up against the wall and I cast stone shape. Okay. The wall next to the archway kind of reshapes, making a very narrow archway that kind of, the extra stone protrudes out towards you and into the, okay. the room. Okay, we slip in, and I look for the scimitar because I do have a locate object on. Okay. Now, hold on. Wait a minute, actually. Let me read Unfailing Premonition again. Okay. I can go ahead and read it for you if you need. Uh, the caster, the spell operates on the subconscious level. The caster receives strong 
intuitive impulses when he contemplates a course of action that may bring immediate physical injury or harm to him. So let me rephrase that. As you're starting to cast Stone Shape, you get a sense of great danger. Okay. Um, then we're not going to do that right there. The guy slapped though. Yeah. We need to we need to move him quick. Neil, there was only one round, like, you know, one round in between us sleeping him and so would the fan have not got the unfailing premonition before he cast sleep or before we cast sleeping whole person? No. Um he no. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna go ahead and go to a couple different doors and see if we can find one that doesn't sound like it, there's anybody inside, like an empty room. Sure. Uh, I checked the other adjacent room actually, because it's it's in a corner, right? So there's right. two rooms adjacent to it. We'll check the other one. Listen to the door. Uh, the other room seems quiet enough on the inside. You don't hear anything. All right, I asked Malachi to check too. Okay, I listened to. Yeah, Same you thing. also don't hear anything. All right, we're gonna try like just kind of sliding the door open. Uh, it opens with a bit of a creak. Step inside. Is anyone in here? Nope. There's a All window right, carry, that's shut. I carry the I carry the unconscious guard inside. Okay. Can we and just then, stone through this? Yeah, wall? I'm gonna stone shape this wall. Once we're I'm gonna shut the door behind us, I'm gonna stone shape the wall that leads into the Again, uh, you get the sense of great danger. Great danger. What's going on, Bob? Hmm. How would they know? It's alarmed. The room's alarmed. It might be. Um. <laughs> Shit. How many, how many more times? You've got it twice, though. Let's just go in, grab the stuff, get out, and levitate over the wall. So if we just do it and then leave immediately? You, you think, like, literally just take it and run? I'm assuming it's an alarm spell. And even if the alarm goes off, we've got time to... We've got time to get out. They won't know how to get in. The door's locked. He hasn't got a key. I don't suppose you have to spell magic memorized? No. Hmm. Oh, that would have been fucking good, though, that wouldn't it? Hold on. So he cast detect magic on this room, right? Did he oh. notice anything like an alarm spell around it? He got multiple magical signatures emanating from within the room. Right. I'm saying that... So if an alarm spell covers an area, right? So I feel like he probably would have known that the alarm spell was encircling the room if it was an alarm spell. Yeah. Uh, that sounds fair. You definitely were not getting that. You got specific, smaller signatures. What do you think? Okay, so it's not an alarm. What do you think the danger is? Somebody in there. I doubt it's that. I don't know what else it could be. Um, I peek my head out of the door. Anyone there? Or I guess I could just walk out because unfeeling premonition would stop me if I was going to alert somebody. I just walk Christ. out and it's fun. I ch I listen in on the door. Which door? The door that leads to the room with all the magic items. Mm. It's pretty quiet in there. And again, it is a nice thick wood door. Is it locked in a lot door? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I head back to the room. I shut the door behind me and I cast no time. Um, it has been. I want to say it's been 15 minutes of you guys walking around because you got to go slowly to make not very much noise and. Oh, okay. So, actually, so let's call it 20 about... minutes. It's been a while. Yeah, 20 minutes. Got about 20, 20, 25 minutes left. Yeah. Um, God, why why can we not do stone shape? I only have a minute or two of unfailing premonition left. Why do we why do we do it? We should... <laughs> or why why is this happening? 
I don't know. We just got, do we either take the risk or we just leave? Do we die for these magic items? What I'm going to try. I'm going to set up against the door and see if it gives me that same sense of danger when I try to cast Stone Shape. On which door? Uh, or not on the door, but on the wall from the room that we're inside of. Yeah, yeah. When you begin to start thinking about casting the words, you get this like great danger. Is the wall going to collapse? It's possible. It, it shouldn't be. An arch is perfectly sturdy as a structural thing. I don't know what to say, but we've got to make a decision soon, though, or we're not going to be able to get out of here. We have about 25 minutes, so we can go quickly getting out. This guy definitely doesn't have a key, Neil. And plus, if somebody comes past, then he's not there. Yeah. Okay. So wait, we we checked his. So we checked his body, and there was no key. We're sure that there's no key. Like we've been very thorough with that. Yep. Double check the body. Still no key. It's been Fuck. 23 minutes. Two, 22 minutes now. Okay. What could it be? That's just gonna instantly give us. I think we can just get out. Gonna live life right. on the edge. Just go for it. Just power through the feeling of danger. Let's do it. All right. I, I cast stone shape on the wall. Okay, an archway appears before you as the stone pushes to the side and rearranges itself to make a, a nice hole for you. I imagine most of the stone juts out into the room that we're now standing in sure. because that's how I set up the clay. Perfect, perfect. And then, um, so then we go through and we're gonna look inside. Uh, I have located objects. So as the the stone melds and the archway appears, the room is well lit on the inside because it has uh, the aforementioned windows. Does stone? A uh, meld stone does not break your invis, does it? No, it's not an attack. Okay. Um, you have a fairly narrow view into this room. You see uh, a bunch of we different crates stacked around. Okay. A couple of so chests. And I have a locate you object. See, uh, you're using your locate object. You detect directly in front of you in one of these boxes is the Would sword. I be able to see which box by like pointing facing directly at it? Like, I'd be able to sort of figure out which crate. Yeah, there's a, a very specific crate that looks like it has okay. it. It's, like, nailed shut as if it's, like, I, a, a shipping okay. crate. Do I have a very immediate sense of danger if I, like, start to walk through? Well, hold on. As you've cast this spell and you're, like, or focusing again and getting the exact crate in which this is, um, a strange thing kind of pokes its head around the corner. It's a, a large chicken with, like, bat wings and a lizard tail. It's a cockatrice. The fucking and it pokes okay. its head around and goes. Rah, rah. It starts looking at this new hole in the wall. Rah. Okay, that's fine. I'm, so I'm, what I'm going to do, Neil, I'm going to back up. I'm going to open the door to the room that we came in through. Okay. And I, I open the door very pointedly so that I can just like walk through. Cockatrice <laughs> starts kind of walking, stepping around. It's not really going anywhere. It's just kind of like, you know, yeah. you know how chickens I'm, do. I'm, like, I'm, I'm in no rush. I'm just going to keep this door open. We've got yeah. the guard in the back of the room, so people won't see him walking by. And if the cockatrice wants, I can just walk directly through. I'm checking the um, the crates and stuff, Neil. I'm opening anything that's not nailed shut. Okay, so you start to move into the other room. Yeah. So you're going to have to, like, the through. cockatrice hasn't come into your area yet. It's still standing in that hallway. Yeah. So okay. you're going to have to so, step over the cockatrice to get into the room. Malachi. No, that's fine. We'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. I, I just kind of step back. I keep, because Malachi can only get 10 feet away from me. So I just kind of hold him back a little bit, and I stay near the door. Once I open it, I kind of step toward the other side of the room. 
like um so I imagine because we went in through the door so then the wall would it, the stone archway that we made would be adjacent to the door that we opened so I'm going to go to the wall opposite of the door so not to the opening that we made but rather like just away from the cockatrice or where away from um the door that I just opened for the cockatrice yeah Right. Let me go back to the other map because I'm a little lost. All right. So I can actually draw this really. F- I can draw on the map, right? Uh, yeah. Let's do it on this one. All right. So freehanded. So we made a stone shape. We came in through a door that was like right here, right? Correct. So then I made a stone shape right here along this wall, and a cockatrice is standing there. Right. So I went back and I opened the door that we came in through for it. Right. And I'm gonna step over to this wall right here and just kind of wait. Okay. That's fine. And I just want to wait to see what the cockatrice does. Um, it just kind of like pokes around like a chicken does. It starts to move into the hallway, that new door a little bit. Mm-hmm. Pokes around. Um, and it goes back into the other room. Kind of God pokes damn. around. And it comes back to the hallway, pokes around. It's been like five minutes of the cockatrice just like... It, it never it never leaves the room. It never comes into this room well, that we made. It's, it's a slow moving thing. It's only been five minutes, right? It, okay. I don't, I don't know how much experience you have with chickens, but... They tend to not be eager animals. Let's call them chickens. Um, right. You know, they're they're not excited about new things happening in their life very often. Mm-hmm. Neil, there's, so, there's something I need to say that I'm going to regret saying, but Van shouldn't have cast whole person because I haven't got two invis spells. Oh, wait, if I I would have known that, that would have I would have not cast it because of an unfailing premonition. That would, no, that's not an immediate danger. Not having a second invis spell is w- not... Would I at least have known that, though? That it would have broken you, the invis? You did know, but you forgot. But I would have known, but I forgot. So... Sounds like what, everyone would have known. Should we make an in check? I, uh, I mean, that would be like retconning half an hour of gameplay already. I mean, it, it didn't change anything, though, is my argument here. Like, I feel like that's kind of... It didn't change anything only because he failed his save. Like that's kind of. He wouldn't have changed anything even if he had uh, failed. He he passed his save on it, and even if he had failed, nothing would have mattered because he still fell asleep. And I feel like, I feel like this is the sort of thing that you guys you plan your plan out and a detail got overlooked. And I think that's just the natural course of action here. People make mistakes. They make it in character. They make it out of character. So we'll continue as is. So you're not invisible. No. So what does the cockatrice do, Neil? Does it? Freak That's out? A, a good point. I still, I still think unfailing premonition would have stopped that. The being invisible. Yeah, because that's even, not great okay. danger. Read, read unfailing premonition. Been, it, That's not great danger. It would have been immediate danger because if he hadn't been taken out by that sleep, he would have known that I was there immediately, and we had no idea if he was going to be taken. Well, out okay, by that then sleep that spell not. that would have gone off regardless of whether or not Malachi had an invisibility spell prepped. What do you mean? You still would have gotten that sense of I'm in danger because I'm about to break my invisibility, even if Malachi has another invisible spell ready. Right. That's what so, I'm saying. So what I'm saying is that it. Would... I haven't. It, that is the only attack I've made while invisible. That's but, the only attack I made. But what I'm saying is Malachi not having a spell memorized doesn't change any of the unpre- unfailing premonitions that you would have gotten. But we did we did specifically say like I power through that sense of danger when I made the stone archway, right? But you already I, knew that it was gonna break invisibility before Malachi before Nick just said he didn't have another invisibility spell ready. Like you knew that I, was no, breaking. No, the I knew that he only had the one for his sleep. I knew that. I think we just had like a brain fart in game. So I guess my question is you you knew that before he just said he doesn't have another invisibility spell, you already knew I, that I knew that invisible. our actions would break invisibility immediately. And if that guard had not fallen asleep, I would have immediately... One of us would have immediately been detected. Both of us would have been immediately detected. 
And I, I would argue that would make it an immediate danger. That's an immediately risky move. I guess, okay, what I'm trying to say is that the only new information that has come to light is that he doesn't have another spell memorized, and so none of your actions would have changed, right? Like, you, when I, you were casting Unfailing Premoni- uh, Hold Person, you already knew that you were going to be visible, right? That, that's not something that just came to mind now. That's something you knew when you were casting it. No, because I didn't think of that when I was casting it. If I had known that it was going to be visible, I wouldn't have cast it because I knew he, he we specifically discussed this and I knew he only had one invisibility spell prepped. It was for him to cast sleep and then re-engage his invisibility. So I knew I would not be made invisible again. I knew that beforehand. Hmm. So if I, if I had known I was going to take an action and but I didn't think that was going to break my invisibility, I think Unfailing Premonition would have caught that because that would be the kind of thing that would put me in immediate danger. Oh. So how do we want to deal with retcons in moments like this? Because mistakes happen. I don't know what to do now. I think it's your call. I, I'm... It's my character. I'm going to lawyer, but it's like... I, I think retcons make sense when you are... Like, this is a fairly... Not too far back in time. It's not like we're going multiple sessions back. We're not bringing a character back to life. Nothing's even going to change for the most part. I feel like that does change things. All right. Why don't we say you still have your hold person then? Okay. Right. I didn't so cast I, hold person. Okay. So I cast invis on myself after the sleep or when we're in this room. Yeah. Yeah. Before yeah. we open the archway, we got into that room or you even did it in the hallway immediately. Okay. And then, okay. <laughs> so we try and shoot the chicken out or wait yeah, for it. So I, I just, I wait for it to leave. Okay. It takes the chicken... Uh, a good 15 minutes before he even steps out of that corner room and into if, the room that you're okay, in. If it is taking a while, I'm going to take a silver coin. I'm going to, like, peek my head into the hallway really fast. Is there anybody out there right now? No. Okay, I'm going to take a silver coin and I'm going to toss it through the door out into the hall when the chicken is, like, in the hallway looking into our room. Okay. All right. Uh, the chicken slowly starts making its way into the the room that you guys are in, which looks like okay. maybe some sort of small dining room. Um, All right. It's a large table with candelabras and stuff on it. Uh, the chicken starts kind of slowly walking into this room and has finally cleared the door enough for you two to slip past it. Okay. All right. I'm going to slip past it. I have another. I take another silver coin out of my bag just in case I need it sometime soon, and I'm going to head right for the crate that we need to open. And I okay. start looking through the other boxes that are unlocked. Um, you start looking through the other boxes it seems to be nothing too valuable, it looks like officers clothing and personal effects okay, I'm only interested in jewellery, yeah all weapons do I, do I get the weapon? Uh, well the crate, is, the crate is nailed shut, how do you nailed shut, okay, yeah. that's wonderful it's like packed up ready to be shipped mm. can we, how heavy is the crate? I would say what isn't like, too heavy on its own. Uh, no, I would say it's probably like sixty pounds, but because of the shape of it, you'd need like two people to to carry it, unless okay. you carried it over your head. If I pick it up, does it turn invisible with me? Yeah, it should do. It should do now. It it's should, only it's big. It's big. Only, yeah, it, it only has a scimitar in it though. So how big of a crate would they use? Uh, it, no, it, it might doesn't have only have a scimitar. But they, okay. It doesn't, it doesn't say anything invisibility about weight or size or anything like that. It just says anything that. You can up. pick if I can hold it. I feel like if it's something that I can physically hold myself, it should probably turn invisible with me. 
Yeah, if you're holding it by yourself, it'll be invisible. I guess if the two of you are holding it together, it's invisible as well. Okay. So we're going to take the crate and say, okay, I, I want to like get really up close to Malcolm. I'm going to whisper into his ear. I'm going to say, all right, are we going to, what we can do, we can either open the doorway in this room and go outside and float up, then push ourselves off from the keep wall and float over the wall. They'll probably know that we made the door, but then we can float out of the keep and they won't know that we're here. Or we can go back the way we came. What, what do we do? Think now. What do we do? Let's just take the safe option. Just go back. Wait, how long have we got? What time is it? It's I guess been, no time. It's been 35 minutes. Okay. Since we cast Levitate. Since you cast No Time the first no time. No Time the first time. And that was about five minutes after-ish. Because we just we just went in and then walked around, right? It didn't right. take very long at all. Right. So we haven't got enough time if we take as long as we did last time. I assume like five to ten minutes. So we have to get out of here fast. Uh, you hear a cry from the hallway. All right. I cast Stone Shape on this wall. It's a one-round thing, and you hear the cockatrice start making some noises, and the sound of steel being drawn from leather scabbards. Okay, so we we make the stone shape in this wall that leads outside, so we go out the other wall to the outside of the keep. Yes. Uh, The stone, the thing kind of melds before you. It's a full round to cast. Um, There's a 50-50 chance someone is on that wall this moment. That's fine. It really doesn't change anything. Okay. Uh, the wall before you melds into another okay. archway. So we take the crate and we go through the wall, and I just say, Malachi, levitate up right now, uh, and then we're yeah. going to push ourselves off the wall. So as you guys are going through the wall, there is a guard, maybe not in front of you, but down to your right, maybe 60 feet, yeah. who is yelling and pointing and drawing a bow and arrow from his side. But you guys can't levitate. Listen. Step outside. Yeah, we step outside and levitate. No, no, we'll sidestep a little bit and then we'll levitate. Okay. Okay. Sidestep and levitate. Uh, And now what? Now you're floating to the side. So we're we're adjacent to the keep wall, right? Yeah, you're like right. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna like reach Van's leg out and just push us off that wall so that we drift over the keep wall. On three. On three. Yeah, on three. One, (laughs) two, three. We kick off and we levitate over the wall. And then we, I guess we lower ourselves onto the street and just like slowly make our way out of town with this scimitar in the crate. Uh, you guys are carrying this large crate between the two of you. You've yeah, got if, time on your fact, side, if, so you can be careful and yeah. make sure not to run into anything. Yeah. We we have about 20 hours left on this invisibility, so we can definitely take our time. Yeah, okay. now that we don't need the lava sites anymore. In fact, we could even just like stay in town and like go to an alley and wait until nightfall if we had to. Um, you actually so hear alarm like, bells start to go off once you're on the other side of the wall. Uh, I, I, and I everyone's remember. snapping to attention and running around. Civilians are running inside. Soldiers are drawing weapons and looking about uh, confusedly and worriedly. All right. So oh, I... Yeah. I say we should get out of here while the cockatrice is still going. And we're going to try and, like, move away from the keep and then, like, work around. Even if it takes us away from the village, we'll go away from the keep and then, like, around the town and out. Okay. Uh, it takes you a and while, if, yeah. but you and do if it. it. If, yeah, if it looks like we're going to bump into anyone, then we'll wait in an alleyway for nightfall. Hours pass, and eventually you make your way back to the barn with... Awesome. Box <laughs> right. in tow. So we crack it open. Yeah. Okay. We'll, like, start prying it open with whatever tools we can get our hands on. You darf... I take it you notify him of your presence when you show up so he doesn't yeah. freak out again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right, so now it's the three of you in the barn. Um, 
breaking open the box will be considered an attack and break your invisibility. That's fine. Um, and sure enough, you guys eventually crack open the box. Let's get some less, well, this, is, this good music is good. Um, inside the box, there's a bunch of hay used to kind of like pad everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and you see a scimitar, what looks to be a scimitar shape wrapped up in a big bolt of cloth. I unwrap it. Uh, inside is a scimitar that you had seen before. I think it was worth it. Yeah. Well, is that, is that all? When you pick up the scimitar, you notice it is exceptionally lightweight. It only weighs a half pound. Holy shit. In fact, it's right. so lightweight, you can use it in your offhand for purposes of dual wielding. Mm-hmm. All right. I can't dual wield, but that's that's cool. What decks have you got? Or I, I can dual wield, but I get like a minus eight to attack or something. It would be no, minus two with your primary, minus four with your offhand. Oh, uh, okay. What's your dex though? Does not offset it, Neil, or is that a... Is my that a... dex is my worst stat. It's nine. Oh, uh, right. Sucks. Yeah. Okay. Well, wow. hopefully it does more than just that. Yeah. Is, we'll, there, is there anything else in there, Neil? Yes, there is. Uh, there's personal effects. There's some clothing. There's a couple of journals. Um, that are signed uh, by a general. Excuse me. Hiccups. Signed by a general. Uh, there is this fabulous kind of black and purple cloak in here. Um, there is a potion labeled healing in a very fancy scrawl. Mm-hmm. I'll give that to Malachi in case he needs uh, it. And then various other personal effects of very little okay. interest. Uh, no so wealth. A- so you said, what was the thing that was signed by the general? Uh, it looks like a diary. Okay, I'll take the diary. I'll have Malachi hold on to the cape, and we'll, we can see if it's magical later. But um, I say, should we just start to leave town now? Darth do is stopping here and going, um, guys, this looks like someone's personal stuff. She's dead. It was Karak's knife. Like all of this? He starts like sorting through the box. Like this doesn't. This doesn't... What? <laughs> what is it, Doff? You got a problem with stealing now? Yes, I do. Really? Yes. I told you that from the get-go, and you said it was fine because it was from a bad person who had stolen it yes, originally. Yes, it was a bad person. But this doesn't look. I mean, that's someone's diary. That's why the hell are you take. Come on, man, put that back. Okay, we'll leave the diary. I don't care. She has no use for the scimitar in the afterlife. Look how pretty bad is, feeling though. about this, man. So do I, but sometimes in life we... You have to roll a hard six, Darth. You have to roll a hard six. Let's just get out of here. How do we get back? It's the best way. Okay. We're not going to be able to pick Can up another boat. We're going to have to... Over here? Can't we just walk back? Um... We could. We'd have to go through the Ashlands is the only issue. I don't really know anything about the Ashlands. I'm from further west. What? Is it dangerous? Uh, Neil, if we went along the coast, there's like trees along the coast through the Ashlands. Is that technically part of the Ashlands? Uh, so we get the map all the way up from Shirebrook to Anvil. There's trees along the coast, even not in the that's Firewood. That's not part of the... Yeah, that's all Ashlands stuff. Okay, so what are the trees then? I mean, it's just like a very, very light... I wouldn't even call it a forest. I'd just say that there are trees scattered about where this heart of the Ashlands 
is barren of trees and just chaparral. And th those tree okay. areas are like short squat pine trees mixed with so, chaparral. Yeah, we, we went through, we went past those. Did it look like um, living vegetation? Yeah. All right, then we can just walk along the coast. Why? Because I can cast Goodberry to keep us fed, and I can always cast Create Water to make more water. Yeah, we need to be careful that there's no things going to kill us, though. I agree. Should we leave tonight, or should we stay until the morning? Um, I'd feel better leaving tomorrow, but we can mm. leave tonight if you want. I've got still, I've got some spells, but not many. I don't have many either. Perhaps we should wait until the morning. Be ready to take invisibility at the first first sign of trouble, Malachi. Uh-huh. And I, I guess we'll sleep for the night, and um, I'll ask Darf to keep watch for most of it, and I'll probably do part of it. Okay. I give him back his armor before I go to bed, and I kind of pile mine up in the corner next to me. Right. Mm. I'm... <sighs> Do you, do you really think we should stay here the night? I feel like we should probably get out of here. Um, I think whatever you think's best. I think we'd be better off camping out outside of town. Okay. Because I think they're going to come to the surrounding villages looking for the stolen thing. All right, let's go. Yeah, I think we should go and we can make camp somewhere outside of town. Okay. We'll walk around the firewood. Yeah. You guys leave town, head up north to the Firewood area, and make camp there in the evening. Yeah. Like, we might get killed by a random encounter, but I think we would have been caught if we had stayed in town. Really? I, I think we would have. Or maybe not, but I think it was a bigger risk. Yeah. They could have to take magic, I suppose. Yeah. Alright. Come morning, Darf is gone. Motherfucker. What do you take with him? Nothing, just his own stuff. He didn't steal anything. You don't know where he is, you just wake up and he's not around, and you wait a few minutes to see if maybe he's off taking a leak, and he doesn't show back up. And I think that is the note on which we will end our session for today. It's the price we've paid. Oh, well. Yeah, but he knows. He knows, but, I mean, so that's another county, right? That's I came another early. county that came down and like that we took the scimitar from yeah uh, that was the I don't, I'm not I don't follow the question that, that's the same okay, so... troops from the same county that Anvil is in what about Shirebrook Shirebrook is no. in a different county yeah so we're in a different jurisdiction legally no. <laughs> yeah I guess I feel bad about Doff though mom I do too like okay let's be real here this guy stole a spell book well now I get to keep it I suppose I don't know though, Neil. I want Darth back. Where's he gone? I Give can't tell you that. No, I know. Ah, well. Damn. If I had had nap, I could have uh, kept watch, and then I would have known if he tried to sneak off. Well, we can't force him to stay against his will. No, but yeah. All right. So let's well. do some experience. Cockatrice is worth six hundred and fifty, which is awesome. one of the under XP valued creature according to rules as written two e. Um, you also took out a guard and... Four giant rats. Right, right, the giant rats. Let's not forget them. Super useful. Okay. Uh, you did acquire... A magic well, let's, scimitar. Let's say a quest for breaking into the keep 
a very carefully guarded keep and magicking your way through all these things. Let's do uh, quite a bit of experience for that. It was a very difficult thing you guys just did there. Uh, and now since Darf is gone, you only have to split that experience between two. So there's a, a silver lining to every cloud. Yep. Uh, let's round it to 1,100 uh, quest and combat experience for the two of you. Okay. Eight, yeah. Yeah. Um, here's our DMG. One, three. I've got, I've got a dirty feeling, Van. Same. I don't think we should go back. I think we should go to White Shore. I think we should. I think we should head to Shirebrook and then just immediately get out and go down to White Shore. <laughs> it's time to to leave Shirebrook once again. <laughs> 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 We've done uh, it again. We've stole three, something. We once again. <laughs> I feel the same. I've got the same feeling. Fifteen levels. Yeah. Uh, I cast eighteen spell levels, Neil. Okay. Um, eighteen times fifty is nine hundred experience. Someone help me work mine out. Uh, you cast sleep. Right, let's start <laughs> That's from the beginning. One. There you go. Yeah. 50 experience. You cast start invisibility guy. five times, I think. Start from you the cast... beginning. Okay, you cast invisibility on us five times total. Because you cast it the first day you went in, then two two times in a row for us to go in two separate days. We only went in. Oh, but then you cast, so you cast it six times because you cast it inside. The... No, because we went twice, remember? We left because you couldn't get into the room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was six times because you cast on yourself once in the keep and you also cast it on yourself the first day you went in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's cast invis six times. Um, sleep, what else did you cast? You cast locate object and detect mm. magic. Yeah. Didn't cast any third level spells. Do you know, if I'd have had... I mean, I couldn't, didn't have the slots to do it, but if I'd had forgot, forget memorized, I could have just made uh, Darth forget. Ah, oh, fuck. That would have been good, wouldn't it? Uh, uh, levitate. Cast that twice. Uh, did you cast it three times? Four times? I think I just cast it twice. No, three times, three times. Twice on myself the first day, and then once twice the second Twice on your guys the second day. No, I only cast it once on the second day. We got in and out on the same spell, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't suppose I get ASP for it on the captain on the ship. No, you were just blowing a spell. Yes. So I think that's it. That all level two apart from the one sleep. I didn't cast any magic myself. So how many spells? Detect that? magic. Two, Detect four, six. Yeah, I've got that. Oh yeah. yeah. Seven. Locate okay, objects. Two, nine, ten. 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22. 22 times 50 plus 300 for learning a spell. I learned two spells. I learned Glitter Dust and Dispel. So that's okay. 500. Uh, so that brings yeah. you to 1,600 oh. total. Uh, I'm, I'm wrong. I actually had 21 because of Unfailing Premonition. Bumps me from 18 to 21 spell levels. Okay, so that's 1050 for you instead of whatever it was okay. before. Okay. Uh, anything else? Yeah, I want to say a clever idea with regards to the stone shape. That was very clever. Uh, mark 100 for that van. Okay. Um, unfailing premonition could arguably have saved the party because there was a cockatrice inside. Um, we could do that anyway, though. <laughs> I mean, 
kind of we knew something was going to happen though so i feel like we were super cautious going right, into well, it i'll give you the lower limit of that then 100 for idea that saves the party sure was it 200 for the um the first one or was it 100 for the first clever idea uh the clever idea was 100 stone shape uh stone shape was 100 yeah okay and 100 for unfeeling premonition yep uh you both play your characters well so mark 200 for that um nick i felt like you had done something clever before I'm having trouble tracking it down. Uh, oh, it was uh, getting my hands back on the spellbook. Right, basically. right. Mark 100 for the getting the spellbook back. Yeah. Um, what else um, did we do? No, yeah, for getting it back from Darf. From the, the whole logical line that... Convincing Darf that I should keep it. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Like that. I spent a lot of time arguing with Aldrich as well, like basically an hour worth of yeah. arguing with that guy. I think I think it was an hour and a half before we actually left Shirebrook. Yeah. Well, he he does have the argumentative trait. That's he's a disagreeable him. fucker. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. he is. But he's got a good Tire. head on his shoulders, and he thinks things through very deeply. Yeah. What else? Did we do anything else? Recap. Oh yeah, Mark. Recap XP. Is that two hundred? I have all forgotten by now. I have no idea how much recaps are worth anymore. Uh, I think we do 100. Okay. Yeah. Chat will say. Um, and Neil, no I... XP for gathering the magic items because oh. magic item gathering on your own is or is worth. Was XP. was the idea a clever idea? Uh, I would say it's a clever that... idea, but that's like the definition of the spell. That's true. I, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> no. Do I get any uh, reward for coming clean about the second invis and all of that? No. I just realized that I was like, I thought I needed to say something. I couldn't let it slip. It would have been worse if we'd have got to the end of the episode and then you'd have realized then. Uh, I, mean, I don't want to reward you with XP, but, you know, good good job being a an honest person. Oh, yeah. Do I do I lose 100 XP for being such a pain in the ass of a rules lawyer? <laughs> Anyway. Uh, no, we'll, we'll call it a wash. That might be a fair. Yeah. Um, and I think that's about it for Hardcore Heroes. Next week, we'll detail your return to Shirebrook, if you guys manage to make it back. Mm -hmm. And whatever exploration of the magical items that you have. And, um, maybe looking a little bit into what happened to Malachi's father, or maybe something else. There's a lot, a lot going on here. I feel like we're going to leave Shirebrook. <laughs> Well, you can't stay in town forever. No, I mean, I feel like we're going to dodge Shirebrook again. What, you think they might come looking for us? Maybe. I feel like Darf might screw us over. This is, you... this is two hirelings that we've screwed over, Nick. Yeah. Both of them in Anvil. You... Then suppose you've got a spare 1500 XP oh, yeah. around. Wait, there. did we see... Um, nope. When we were in town in Anvil, did we ever run into... I already forgot his name. Um, the guy that we accidentally left. Like, I wanted to grab Titus. him when I left the keep. Titus, but I never managed to get like him to come with me when I left the keep. Nope. Damn it. So he wasn't there? No idea no. what happened. He could have been one now of the dead. He could have been one of the fled. He could be captured. Now that that's over, Neil, can you tell us? What happened to Tyrus? Uh, Titus? Titus. Yeah, no, yeah, he's yeah, dead. Yeah. He fought okay. with a character to the very bitter end. Died to oh, right. the keep. He okay. fought with character. Character didn't kill him. That's nice. Yeah. Off. And Darth. What's going to happen with him? So, that's it for this week's Hardcore Heroes. I was a little intense at the end. I was a little worried that a cockatrice would get you all killed. Is a cockatrice really that 
Scary? Uh, turns you to stone with a successful peck yeah. of its beak. Yeah, you. Does it turn everything to stone or just the area it hits? Uh, the whole creature and its gear. Yeah. Save us per uh, petrification or be turned to stone. I think I do have a uh, stone to flesh spell, but Ooh. I'm the only one who has it. <laughs> Let really? me check to make sure. Or it might not be in my sphere. No, I don't get it, but there is a cleric spell that is yeah. stone to flesh. It's a six level spell, though. You'd have oh, to go on a quest to rescue my statue. Really? Oh, six level, wow. Yeah. I thought it was a lower level than that. Mm-mm. Cockatrice fucked up. Yeah, no, that's why I lawyered hard for that invisibility meal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that the guard on the door was more to keep people away from the cockatrice than it was to keep them away from the magic items. Why it's there for people's protection. Jesus, that was... Oh, oh well. <laughs> it's a good guard animal. No one's yeah. going to fuck with it. That's true. Um, so that's it for this week of Hardcore Heroes. If you guys stick around in about 25 minutes, we will be doing another one of our Age of Strife auditions. And that's about it. So guys, do you have anything to say before we head out for the night? I got nothing. I'm just watching the international for uh, Dota for the next two weeks, and I think that's about the entirety of my life. Go team Liquid. Uh, kind of. I I think Liquid was the one. I forgot the matches I watched yesterday. I was tired, but I think Liquid was the one that got just fucking trashed. OG. I've been pretty happy about OG. They're doing really well. This was uh extremely stressful for a totally different reason than last time. Yeah, but every episode has me thinking that it's all going to be over. Yeah. I oh God, I was panicking so hard when we kept getting that sense of danger making the stone archway. <laughs> well, I'm glad you reacted appropriately to the dangers around you. What makes this group of players so good. Uh, okay. And uh, happy birthday, Nick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's on Monday. Thanks, happy guys. Birthday. Yeah, enjoy your uh, 28 years on this planet. I'll put my address in the discord chat for you all to send me gifts <laughs> the shipping from the us it's not that it shouldn't be that much yeah so you can probably uh, just send me and all of you guys what? in the uk feel free to drop by on his birthday and go out with him <laughs> if, if anyone's in manchester we'll meet and get oddest in chilton at three o'clock and if there are any ladies in chat uh do take special note of his address and uh, what time yep. does your girlfriend leave uh she's out all night but she'll probably be drunk by like seven or so so so, guys, that's your opportunity to find Nick's <laughs> girlfriend. Um, yeah. And that's that. So, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, I think we're going to play next Thursday. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I should be okay. I will let you know during the weekend, but I should be fine. I think we're going to be playing next Thursday, which will be a double dose of Hardcore Heroes and Dicing with Death in the same day, one after the oh, other. Oh, wow. Which one after which? Uh, Hardcore, Heroes fir- Hardcore Heroes first, then Dicing with Death two hours after ends. Damn. Sure. A full day. What episode are you on for uh, Dicing with Death? I'm still behind. I want to be around for episode 100. We just did 94 yesterday. Okay. I watch on Twitch, so I don't even know which one I'm on. So I think I'm one and a half behind. I think I'm halfway through the one that wasn't last night. Yeah. Oh. Um, hopefully you guys finish up with that before we get to next week. Uh, and that's it. We'll see you guys next week, everyone. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.